Good evening, everyone, and welcome. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, we have... I'm Caitlin, and I'm playing Fable Frost, the Ace Genasi Phoenix Soul Sorcerer. Hi, I'm Meg, and I'm playing Sride Landir, the Eludrin Glamour Bard. Howdy, y'all. I'm Mars. I'll be playing Tom Roth, Oak and Blade, Wood Elf Scout. Hi, everyone. My name is Carlos. I'm playing Thelzin Fahrenheit, the Hathor Tiefling Forge Cleric. And I'm Kez, and I'm going to be playing Treasure, the Tiefling Fighter. All right. Welcome, 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 everyone. Welcome to you out there. We are Random Encounter Productions. This is Disasters in Danger. It is our D&D vibey high fantasy actual play game set in our very own homebrew world. So before we get into the action tonight, we do have a couple of announcements. Um, let's turn it over to Caitlin, see what, see what she has going on. We got so much stuff going on. So welcome to our new friends from TikTok or old friends who are joining us today. Um, as many of you have seen, we have a lot of great new merchandise coming out right now, um, including we have stickers, fancy vinyl cut stickers. We have them in many, many, many designs. Caitlin, I are cannot those waterproof? They're waterproof. You know what else they are? What are they? Sunproof. So I could put you them know, but, on my car? Even in Florida, you could put them on your car, yes. What about we some also, sort of tumbler or drink uh You could, holding? you oh. could, and then they could go through the dishwasher and it would be awesome. Wow. So there's that. <laughs> um, we also have a limited edition embroidered patch with one of our favorite, where is it? There, with one of our favorite designs on it. Um, this is the Infinite Storyteller. It is a little dragon in an infinity symbol inside our D20 logo design. This is a favorite of Dungeon Masters and Storytellers all over the place. It is one of our best-selling pins. We've got so many, like, it's, it comes in a pin and a patch, limited edition on the patch, though, because this was a Kickstarter exclusive. The backers have all had theirs packaged up and ready to go, so we set those aside. We only uh, released a limited number of these right off the bat, but then once they're gone, they're gone. Um, never so to be we have two more packages. They were never to be printed again. However, we have two more patch designs on their way, and that is the Chaotic Adorable this one and the i was not prepared lawful spooky those are both coming to you as patch designs they'll be here in just a couple of weeks and then they will be on their way to the shoppers by end of september beginning of october speaking of lawful spooky we've recently acquired a rented Glowforge. we are sharing it with our friends over at the crafty gamers shop look them up on etsy they make themed candles scented for your tabletop adventures they're incredible i'm obsessed and they have uh given us access to their glowforge so we're making the lawful spooky and other designs as coasters and these adorable little bardic inspiration tokens perfect for yeeting at your party members to remind them that in fact they do have inspiration roll with it fool so again you can check all those out at our website, randomencounterproductions.com slash loot. If you're not feeling like paying for anything today, however, we do have a giveaway. We are currently doing weekly giveaways on our Monday Disasters show. Last week, it was some original art by Kez in the bottom corner there. Today, it is from our sponsors over at Norse Foundry. If this sounds like a commercial, it's because uh, we're professionals here. Uh, so voice acting. Um, but it it's... I say we're professionals, I forgot all the words. Voice acting. So, um, 
We have been lucky enough to find sponsorship in Norse Foundry and their wonderful creations this year. Every single purchase of dice uh, using our code REPRPG uh, shows them that you love us and uh, keeps that going. But they send us free stuff to give to you. This is an adventure compass. If you're here for this giveaway, partway through the night, Cody Stone, our dungeon master, is going to give you a magic hashtag to enter into lay chat. All you have to do is enter that and you will be considered for this amazing giveaway. Stay tuned. It happens partway through the night um, to make sure that we have as much chance as possible to get all your friends in here. Also, we have some viewer count specific giveaways like that giant D20 pillow behind Cody and a D20 infuser, tea infuser, that if you want a chance at those being triggered today, get all your friends in here and we could do multiple giveaways if you're very lucky. If you cannot stay and watch... All of our patrons on Patreon, no matter the dollar amount, $1 a month, $20 a month, $3 a month, whatever, you get automatically entered into every giveaway, even if you cannot tune in. So it's a bonus chance for you because that is just a little way we say thank you to support and keep the dice rolling. Um, your Patreon fund goes towards keeping the internet running here at the studio, paying for our website, paying for our P.O. box sort of situation. Um, it's all company funds and it all keeps the dice rolling here on the channel. If you have any questions, I I am your chat guru today, so I'll be the one talking to you when I can, when Cody's not trying to kill us. Did I miss anything? Uh, so, a big announcement for the Patreon tomorrow. A couple of the small things. Um, one, when we get to 30 patrons, we are doing another um, personalized art giveaway by the wonderful Critical Kez down in the bottom there, giving you the wave. Uh, it'll be a full body character piece with color, no background. Um, and if you guys have not seen her art, definitely check it out on the social medias. She does fantastic, fantastic uh, stuff. So does Carlos. Um, but I don't know if he's doing commissions or anything right now. So, but the not other right thing, now. that's okay. That's all good. Um, but I know that you guys have some stuff. We'll get to your announcements real quick. Tomorrow, tomorrow or Wednesday, on either of those two days, if you guys have not joined our. Uh, Patreon at, uh, I think it's going to be the $5 and up level. Um, you may want to, because I am going to be starting a um, a, a podcast or a, a Patreon-exclusive show in which I go from A to Z through the Monster Manual and create um, epic or um, mythic-style monsters. Out of uh, out of all the all the monsters on there, so I already. This is the first time hearing of it, so I'm very excited about no, that. I, we talked about it. You didn't tell me what the theme was going to be. I thought we were just going to talk at the people every month. Well, we will. We will talk at the people, but I do want to do. Um, if you guys are not familiar, the uh, Mythic Odysseys of Theros came out. They had a new type of monster, a mythic monster. Um, so so we'll be following that sort of template. And creating basically uh, boss monsters, a few tweaked rules to essentially have um, one monster versus a whole party, um, uh, all the different character types. I know the A's are Eric Cochran, Avaliths, and animated objects. So those will those will be the first um, first thing that we go through in there. And um, so it's a wide variety. Some are just like player races, like the Eric Cochran. Um, and then Aboliths are already their own um, legendary monsters with legendary actions. But if you've ever run an Abolith against a party, it's not a combat encounter. Uh, so we're going to see if we can fix that. 
and um, and we're gonna make it a combat encounter. We're gonna make it a combat encounter. Um, and uh, animated objects are are wonderful. There, there's a lot of fun in the monster manual, especially low level challenges uh, that we're gonna try to take those mythic rules, uh, adjust them a little bit, give some people some some more actions, give some people some some fun things, some hit point recovery, and and try to make a real a real boss encounter out of out of stuff. So that's gonna be a a show starting um, starting this week. Um, does it have a name? It does not yet. A to Z. Can it, it A to Z monstrosities okay? Yeah, I like it. I need to design you a logo now because that's my job. That's oh yeah. Well, we will we will shop the first. Uh, we'll shop the name, and and after the first show, we'll get it. We'll let the patrons vote. I'm yeah. gonna take it to Patreon. So again, uh, that'll be a public vote. So uh, stay tuned, and I'll drop the link when I'm done. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, also, anybody else have announcements? I know um, Ez and Carlos usually have some stuff going on. Meg, do you have anything? Okay, sounds good. I didn't know if you wanted to mention the um, the Shakespeare show that you did recently. Hey, yeah. So we just finished uh, Midsummer Night's Dream with CFC Arts. Uh, so if you go to cfcarts.com, um, they'll take you. You'll find links for it. Right now, it's available for download. Uh, for five dollars or pay what you will it's um it's the entirety of the text of midsummer night's dream with some absolutely phenomenal actors some of them are local some of them are not and we just finished rehearsals for much ado about nothing so we're about to start recording that soon and then we're looking into some projects that are um that are coming up we uh adam and i are, are planning some things for the future oh, so. much ado what do you do of much ado uh, you know, it's so funny. I, I don't think I'm technically allowed to say, but considering that we're about to start recording, I don't care. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, Dog, I'm Dogberry. The, um, yeah, the most, the most ept cop ever. That's right. And if I Nathan am Nathan Fillion's character, if I'm it, not mistaken. Yeah. And, and Michael it, Keaton. I'm in good company. Uh-huh. Such good company, ma'am. Uh-huh. And if I am not mistaken, you that would make you as as... Pretty a, a piece, pretty of flesh piece of flesh in all Messina. In all Messina, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and one that has two gowns and everything handsome about her. What's up? <laughs> exactly. So uh, that is awesome. Uh, Carlos. I have, oh. I what? have to quickly say something because uh, okay. you, you have popped back into the chat. Ah, I, if this is the cast I'm thinking of. Thank you for the birthday duck. By the way, he's downstairs. And I love him so much. I haven't done a video yet because I got emotional over the duck. Um, but that's it. Thank you. Okay. Um, Carlos, tell us about the Junk Tour show. So, Junk Tour Shore is the other game that I play with. Uh, live stream usually on Tuesdays live at the Junk Tour Show um, for uh, Twitch. And then you can check us out on our YouTube and our Instagram. Um, the Instagram, we're actually starting to get a couple pieces of art, not only by me, 
finally. Um, so it's really nice and fun to see other people's like interpretations of our characters. Um, if you guys can't catch us on Tuesdays because you're watching Cody's show, you can come and check us out on Thursdays on YouTube because we drop our episodes the following Thursday after we air. So uh, check us out. Yeah. Very cool. And Kez. I was looking for the button there a second. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've just recently reopened commissions. So I am back with new price points, new everything updated for 2020. That will all be available on my critical Kez on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And you can contact me through any of the three. I do D&D art. So whether you want your whole party drawn or just your own character, you can go ahead and contact me for that. That means I do also do some fan art because I've gotten characters where people are like, I want you to draw Ford or Jester. And I'm like, sure. It's not out of my realm of things to do. I was going to reach and grab the line art of, um, I think I, on top of the stack is is a Ford piece you did, but it's um, it's out of reach. I was cleaning Too it. far away! Yes, all sorts of fun things. Mars, I didn't mean to skip you or single you out. Did you have anything you wanted to add? Uh, let's see. To be honest, not really. All right. I've just been cranking out a bunch of homebrew stuff on the side, just fixing things up here and there. And then I heard about Tasha's Cauldron of Everything, and I'm trying to figure out what notes I need to throw out now. Yeah. <laughs> right, like she's coming out with, there's so much stuff in there that all of us are like, Humbro! Oh, never mind. Yeah. 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 Well, I, started catch, I started catching when what some of the changes are, and I'm just, okay, these five notes are now marked for deletion. <laughs> it, yeah, that is, that is kind of the way. It is exciting. It is nice that 5th um, that Edition continues to see support. And um, in a year range where it's it's getting towards the point where previous editions would stop seeing support, um, fourth edition was famously pretty short, um, actually. But and and third edition, in if you take all of its iterations together, I think runs from like ninety eight to two thousand five. So it's so about seven years. Um, and before that, uh, second edition and, and stuff, most of the editions only run between five to ten years. Um, so, you know, we're, we're getting to a point in fifth where it's like, well, are we going to do a sixth edition? But I, I think, you know, we've hit a nice, um, you know, it's a great base. And rather than uh, scrapping everything and restarting, having things like Tasha's come out where we can revamp and, and speak from common languages is, is really cool of them and really cool of wizards so i'm excited we'll, we'll we'll see what that book brings there's a lot of cool stuff in it it looks like we're gonna comment that second ran over 20 years second ran i know second was the longest edition because yeah it, so we could we could get there though <laughs> it, yeah second is is the weirdest one because it, it goes from like the original little brown books to a d and d into like a d and d second edition or it was all the branches. yeah it's the one that people are like there is no second edition but there is it says it on the book but i don't believe you i don't know why they became like little ball hags but that's 
Because that's how they sound when they get pedantic about it. Like when they came into our stream and they were like, but there is no second edition, but it was this and this and this. And we're like, we're, you want to fight like. us on, you, you want to fight us on the author? You want to, you want to do the math with us? They didn't yeah. skip it. It's not like the 13th floor in a hotel. They didn't just skip second edition. Yeah. They just, and yeah, it, so the books. Carlos, ate. other Carlos took them down yeah. that one time. He like addressed the audience and shut everybody else up for like ten minutes while he yelled at them about second edition. Yeah, it's yeah, it's the AD and D second edition revised handbook. Like it's it literally says it. It's okay, uh, but yeah, second edition ran the longest. Um, so so we're getting into into some territory. I I'm actually hoping that um, fifth is able to. Just get uh, get a revamp, you know. Get a uh, get a tune up, maybe. Get a little a little five point five or something like that. Because um, I think that there are some really good ideas from other games and other editions. Pathfinder Two E had some uh, good ideas. I've heard that they didn't run with them as much as I wanted them to, and stuff like that. Some action economy things and stuff like that. So uh, anyway, that sounds like a good podcast topic for Le Patreon. So, we'll, we'll take that discussion over there. Let's get into tonight's adventure, shall we? Alright. So, our adventure takes place in the lands of Lickdrat. It is a land of myth, of legend. It is a land uh, bereft of the hard influences of deities. A land in which heroes write fate in blood. Our heroes are members of the Magnus Exploratorium, a college of anthropology and archaeology dedicated to helping the Republic of the Black Gem um, make meaningful connections and learn the mysteries of this ancient uh, continent. Our heroes have joined an expedition led by their, uh, shall we say... Mm, I was going to say political rival, academic rival, maybe, or a person that they have a, a tenuous relationship with, uh, one Wyatt. And they have traveled uh, past the central scale mountains, uh, avoiding pterodons, uh, breaking up wildlander fights in the town of Trubluff, and they have made it to what is the cornucopia, the breadbasket of the civilized lands of Eastern Lake Drought. It is known as Four Point Farms. It, it is a massive area. I mean, you're, you're really talking like uh, 100 square miles at least, probably bigger, of, of what is mostly farmland. Um, 100 square, so 1,000 square miles. 25 by 20, I don't know. 100 by 100. That's a big area. 1,000 square miles. That's closer. That's better. Uh, it's always fun watching Cody do the DM uh, in the middle of things. Um, and they've discovered that there are, um, in and among the farms, there have been a series of uh, strange occurrences. Um, there was a series of um, bullet attacks, the east, um, some of them have also been getting harassed by like goblins and had it had their their shipments raided. That's not terribly unusual, but the bullet attacks are actually very interesting. Reports of odd bug attacks 
from the in the southern uh, two farm farmsteads, farm areas, and then they travel north to point four, four point of four, and discovered wondrous uh, farming implements, um, rain tower, uh, some other things that would like fill and harvest and, and really help them in the farming actions. Not that it was terribly necessary, but tremendous and wondrous in its nature. Um, run by odd extraplanar constructs or machines. And beneath one of those, they have discovered a cavernous underground of mechanical wonders. And that's about where we're going to pick up. So you guys, um, three of you were here last week. Am I correct in that? One, two, three. Yes. Two. Yeah. Okay. So just, just, um, Saride and Thozen. Yeah. My bad. Um, you guys have traveled beneath what was one of the bronze scouts, um, touring or tunneling, burrowing holes. And you discover this underground, um, labyrinth. And one of the rooms that you guys had gone into uh, contained these uh, large vats of, of you're not sure what. Um, there were some runic controls on uh, handrails nearby that sort of would let you uh, drain or feed them or, or, or move them around. Uh, you hadn't quite deciphered what that was. Um, and as you guys were returning back to the surface to sort of let your friends know that it's more than just a uh, more than just a dirt hole, um, you heard the concoction drain out of one of them. The glugging noise, very distinct through the deep metallic halls. We're going to pick up about 20 minutes later. You guys have made it back to the surface. Um, for the three of you that were not here last week, it is important to note that you have had your uh, performance review with Screevers. Um, I think we're going to, we'll, we'll do, we'll try to start scheduling maybe little mini episodes for the patrons uh, of, of just me and a player doing performance reviews with with screamers i think that would be the best way to uh do that um so you guys are back with the caravan you guys have traveled about a day uh from point four to point three you were looking for the missing um you guys had named him starbuck i believe it was a mr burns, burns? yeah yeah um so take it away, guys. That's that's where you're at. That's what we've been through recently. Oh, your attack was in the middle of the night, so it is still late. That's right. Yeah. So we're just gonna keep on dealing with the weird out here, right? Saride has to sit down. She needs to take a rest. So she's she's bundled in covers, 
rocking back and forth. We're just short resting immediately, like, because... Yep. Oh, I apologize. You guys had... It was after the fight. You woke up. You did. You finished your long rest, or did you go straight into the tunnel? I didn't get to go back to my rest. Okay, so you okay. went straight into the tunnel. That's why I'm asking for a short rest now, so I can get some of my stuff back. Okay. Yeah, because I was short on hit points as well. Okay. So well, I finished yeah. rest. Y'all should sleep. Y'all should short rest, or yeah, if just Meg should short rest. So if we can do that. We we need one of our we need a, one of our two healers to be on top of things. I'll do my best. What accent was that? That was you need to rest accent. Good night. <laughs> Good night. No, no, we lost both of them. <laughs> I can't okay. heal any of you! I have nothing! <laughs> Fable, we're good! We have a thing called preventative healing, which means we kill it before it kills us. It works. No, honestly, I am okay. I can, I can go Every with time you. I try to make myself into a walk-in bomb and do that, everybody yells at me. Like, I don't need the rest. I just don't know what the hell that was. You um, were out for like three months and you're still trying to find it again. <laughs> you're not wrong. Yeah, so I'm. Do do we want to wait, or do we want yeah, to go yeah, now? Yeah, let's short rest, short rest, short, short rest. rest, short rest. Let's do that. Thank you. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I'm wearing my bard shirt, so I almost went. I'll play a song of rest for you, and then I remembered I don't do that. <laughs> it's not hit points. It's just I don't have my. Everybody gets eight. Yeah, we need that. Thank you. So, your treasure's just gonna sit there and braid Sarai's hair. In the meantime. <laughs> Thank you, Twitch Twitch. It's all good. It's all, you can rest and look beautiful at the same time. Thousand dollars she's pretty. I mean, I thought that was implied. She knows she's She pretty. knows she's pretty. Talk about what we're fighting, damn it. I can't remember what we're fighting. All right, so we were in this tunnel, and there were all of these jars, and they had different runes, and some of them were in Draconic, and some of them we, we think were in Infernal or Celestial or something, but we couldn't really read it, and some of it was in really really old uh sylvan um and they were symbols for things like uh uh vigor and uh stuff like that oh am i jogging your memory now sweetheart yes but i think clever stick touch better nose than i did fucking cat um so that and then when we were leaving one of the jars sort of exploded as as the door was closed behind us. We're not entirely sure what it means, but I'm pretty sure it's not something good. But also, should we go back and check on it? Should we go back and, like, see if it... Tyrell, you like digging in the dirt. Have you heard of anything like this before? Would I have heard of anything like this before? Mm, you can make a history check. 
That would be an 18. Hmm. It is very unique. It's very rare. Um, underground metallic structures is not something you are tremendously familiar with. There's not a lot of elven lore or um, or stories about them. There are some descriptions of um, of Mechanus specifically that that might sound like weird underground things, but that's a different plane. It's it's less a um, a specific. Uh, it, yeah, it, it, that's that's not something you know of on on Lickdrocked. Um, it, it, all of these machines are kind of artificery, very old, um, something that predates modern Elven society. I have a question then. Sorry, do you share that with us? Well, I don't know much about no underground stuff, but it could be a dwarven brewery. Do we know of anywhere that might have a better um, understanding of these kinds of machines without sort of going to mechanism ourselves? Do we know, like, is there an artificer college? Is there, like, somewhere that's a little more techie than us that we could maybe like, pair up with and do some uh, some extended study with? <laughs> Maybe there's another school adventuring out here on the road who, like, we can meet up with, like, a field trip and go try and find out what these things are doing. Uh, having worked at the college, especially with metalwork and stuff, would I know of any um, thing that she's probably describing? Like, any other colleges or any other schools or something that we are maybe, like, partners with or sister schools with or something like that? Um, none that you're associated with, because um, the other locations of that are part of the Magnus um, Arcanum are mostly old world, back on the continent. Um, there is a uh, Magnus Arcanum school in Novel Brectus, uh, which is sort of the republic capital here in Lickdrock, but that is a couple of weeks back uh back east um in proper Lickdrock of locals you guys do know of a few places of interest um you or Powroth would know. Um, Fayanais the Naya is um, the preserved elven uh, elves of the east. Um, the elven societies in Lickdrakt, um, ha are were once a unified coalition. Um, different, they have carved out different smaller nations. Some of them have declined and some of them have maintained their, um, 
their grandeur. Bionisthenia is um, one of the more isolated and probably well-preserved of elven societies. So they they would have probably some some magical advantages, um, some educational advantages. You don't know if they are necessarily um, dwarven or artificers or um, things that are being described to you. Um, there is a dwarven taig uh, north of the eastern crossroads, which I now see I had not uh, named, but I will do that eventually. The other places of interest that I'm just going to give it to you guys as a group because because uh, you're all I imagine you're all sort of sitting around talking trying to trying to campfire chat stuff while out. she does her long rest exactly <laughs> yeah yeah um, short rest sorry short rest yes there are many rumors of wonders um, come in, that come out of the um the shadowed mountains uh i believe is what they're called they are uh that's that mountain range where dawnbringer is rumored to come out of i call it a mountain range but it's really like six peaks that just sort of pop up out of the middle of nowhere it's on the second map um where that river sort of offshoots into a lake um there are some villages down in the base of those mountains that benefit from strange and, and um, sort of miraculous devices uh, that, that would come out of there. Um, there is the... Uh, there is that... Uh, there's an elven city sort of to the southwest of there. Um, you you can note them at the very bottom of, of the second Lickdrocked map. They sort of have um, cleared out the forest around them. Um, Talroth, that's a place you would... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but are you... I know you are a wood elf, but are you, you more of the open plains sort of elven people, or did you come from, like, deep forest elf? God, you can't just ask people if they came from the deep forest, Cody. I, I can. I'm the DM, and I just did. So, meh. Some mean girls reference. I know. It's okay. okay. No, you're fine. <laughs> I don't always know what references are. I'm sorry. Don't be sad. You don't know mean girls? I I know. I've seen it, like, once. And um, there are times where people have said those references to me that I just thought they were being honest. Um, so, so one of them I remember was at a party where they were like, uh, raise your hands if Cody's uh, ever been condescending. If you've been to... personally victimized by Cody's stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it, was, but it was like, if Cody's been condescending to you and the whole room raised their hand. And I went, oh, Oh God! Kaylin, I... you run downstairs and you hug him <laughs> right now. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, that that happens on occasion, and I don't know what's going on. <laughs> 
We're gonna pause for a hug for a moment as I hear Praise her for running. Impact. Yep, 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 yep. I'm sorry. Oh, she doesn't even go here. Get her out of here. This I am is what you all came here for. Somebody clip it. I can't. My computer's all the way upstairs. I can't clip it. Uh, ah! I don't know how. Okay. <laughs> Everything's okay. Okay, while she's gone, ask her question again. <laughs> I can't remember my question. Talroth is from the deep woods. Deep woods. Okay. So so you're actually so you probably would be loosely related to the fine nice uh, um elves, probably to the south, and the southern portions of Lichtrocht are infested with ancient um <laughs> Uh, set homesteads, um, snake people. What are they called? Yuanti. Uh, Yuanti. Naga. Thank you. Yuanti. Yuanti. Um. Yeah, Yuanti. Um. City states, maybe, is a better word for it. They used to be a great nation, uh, but that's that's long past. Long, long past. Uh, so I thought you wanted to were only in the sea. No, 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 no. That's um, the are everywhere, Megan. That's Sahuagin. Eh, thank you. I think that's who you're thinking of. Sahuagin are the shark people. You want to are the snake people. Euros, thank you. Mm-hmm. Sharks v snakes. That's a sci-fi movie. If I ever heard one, I hate it. It's the sequel to Snakes on a Plane. Snakes on a Shark. Just predators everywhere. Um, the the um, the ancient hobgoblin capital, uh, also on that map too, used to have um, battle magic schools. Um, hobgoblins were known for their uh, war engines and innovations for that, very much in their in their fight against the Republic of the Black Gem. So, like, there are these options, but they're all political factions that um, the Republic has minimal contact with right now, and that sort of is part of the the purpose of the Magnus Exploratorium is is not just the archaeology, but the anthropology. So. So, do we want to try to go back down? I mean, you said that some of it was written in Infernal or Draconic, right? Um, I'm guessing I don't speak either, and none of us did either, so... Uh, well, I, I read the Infernal part. Um, I don't remember I what I said. I speak Draconic and Infernal. My question is this, might it be worth going back to examine the wreckage like a crime scene, or might it be worth instead just moving forward? Um, because if all these things can keep happening, um, we've been trapped in exploding sort of tunnels more than once. Does this look like Otto's work? 
No. Just making sure. Just making sure. It's far too old. And And maybe he's older than we thought. His stuff isn't this uh, sophisticated. Maybe he wanted to be this. Maybe he was trying to learn. Well, he's also not here to watch. Also true. Very much part of it for him. It was a weird, voyeuristic sort of hobby for him. So the vote is this then, I believe. It's go back down and reinvestigate or keep moving forward. Is that what I'm getting? I'm fine with either. All right, show of hands. Who would rather uh, keep on pressing on and go on to the next task? Who would rather... Okay, well, we're go- so I don't have to ask. Who would rather go back down and investigate? If Wyatt really wants to go, he can go look. But right now, um, if we're going to keep going forward uh, and we come back by here in a couple of months and there's a giant smoke snake monster made of explody bits, then we'll know what happened. So, you know. And if not, it's not going anywhere. Is Grievers here? Don't send him in. That's a horrible idea. He would just make a new home of broken glass jars and death. You can find Screevers if you want to. Yeah, he's usually close by. He's not. He's not immediately in your in this conversation, unless you guys have All invited right. him to be. No, I just look around. Okay, uh, he's in his wagon. Got it. Um, but I also look over at Saride and just like in her ear, just really quickly whispered, "Did we just have our first fight?" So, <laughs> so message. Um... Technically, this is our second, and it's not fucking finished. Got it. So, you guys rest throughout the evening, and you um, you recover your hit points. You recover all of your, your abilities as necessary. You do wake up the next morning, a little later in the day, because your rest... As will- is necessary! <laughs> Sorry. You're fine. Fucking, thank you for that. <laughs> because you have to. You wake up and you have an adventure. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, so you guys decide to continue on. Question for you so that I am clear on what continue on means. The initial thing that you guys were doing last week was traveling from, if you were looking at the map on four points, um, you were going from point one to point uh, the one at the farthest east to the north. Uh, you were at the northern point. You were going to the farthest western point. Um, you were on that trek in the middle of the of the path when um, you were attacked, and you were doing that in search of burn. You guys continuing along that trek to look for burn? Yes. At least that's my understanding, unless there's something else you all want to do. No, I feel like we're picking up a lot of side quests right now, and focusing is fine. Okay. Especially if he is tied, because he's the one who we believe was claiming, oh, I can fix you guys, and he was pulling the, like, the Rain Man, uh, Leap of Faith, 110 in the Shade kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm good with finding him and figuring out if he's at the root of all of this. Awesome. So you guys do continue on. Um, you are... What are your passive perceptions? 
Not Whoa. good, but... Eleven! <laughs> Eighteen. Eighteen. The elves see all! <laughs> Eleven. Okay. The rest of us do not! As you guys are traveling, um, yeah, the the um, the two elves, Sarai and Tauroth, you guys do see uh, before anyone else, and it's it's a bit out of the way. It's off the main paths between the farms, and it's deep in. You had first noticed that there was um, disrupted stalks of, let's say, corn maybe potatoes, something that has very tall stalks. Um, Corn, wheat. Yeah, something along those lines. You guys had noticed out out in one of those fields, there is, um, looks like an area of that has been kind of run over or flattened. Um, and you can see as you get a little closer, you can see the portion of the road where where it looks like a wagon or a cart of some kind has been um dragged or driven off the off the main path into the fields. In Sylvan, you see that, yeah? Yep. Let the others know. Yeah, last time I came across a wagon on the side of the road, uh, damn near got our asses kicked. I'm gonna go check it out quiet like. One, two, let everyone else know. I'll be right back. Please be careful. Yeah, I'm just gonna hood up and just try to sneakily make my way towards it. All right, make a stealth check. Waking people up. Fable, quiet. not fable. Uh, oh, we're, we were asleep. Yeah. Um. No, you're. You guys are awake. Yeah, then Fable, not not knowing what they're seeing, but noticing that Talroth is sneaking off, just kind of up to Sorayden's. So he's still mad at me then? He just doesn't even want to... I don't see any... I'm just like, oh, he snuck away. Whoops. You may want to talk to him a little bit later. You, you did snap. Well, it was my turn. And you now know, Ta- now hates me too. He just vanished. Everybody hates me. No, and that's fair about being your turn and all. But uh, Fable, you know he was right. Being right is one thing. The way you handled it is something different. And you know what? We've all been right and wrong at different times. But it's it's a bit unfair that I'm the one who's not allowed to make a mistake, and everybody else has been allowed. That's not what anyone's saying at all, darling, I promise you. He's allowed to be salty if you snap. You would be too. You were. She just kind of looks down at her hands, embarrassed that they, they're kind of flickering flame a little bit, and she just sort of tucks them in to put out the fire. You know, I think if you spent more time with Thosin, he might be able to help you keep it under control. He's been trying its... It's hard when I get all up in my head. It's fine. Anyway, sorry to bother you. I'll go back. You're not a bother. Just keep your eyes out. Something's up. She very literally looks upward. (laughs) Where? 
Oh, oh, honey. Okay. She'll redirect her face out over the cornfields. There you go. Oh, great. Okay, so he's going to die alone. This is what I'm fucking talking about. <laughs> she'll still keep an eye out and she'll play it cool. Uh, 29 on stealth, by the way. Wonderful. You are moving very quietly, very cautiously, um, slipping between the the stalks of, of corn and wheat or whatever it is that fantasy people eat. Um, as you are making your way through there, you begin to smell there is something off. It smells like a little bit of old fire. Something had been burnt. Um, not like a, not like something is currently burning. It's not currently on fire, but you, you know, um, maybe like an old piece of wood or something. You can smell that. Um, you can also smell some a couple of other pretty pungent um, fragrances. One is vinegar. Um, that is very strong um, in its in its nature and uh, then there are a couple of there's an the vinegar mixes with like a very maybe like patchouli like a very earthy kind of smell um Yeah, that's what you get. That's what you can smell before before you see anything, because it is dense, um, and it's these are usually pretty like clear line, clear rows, rows and columns of um, of corn and things. Uh, also, make me a survival check. Twenty three. Okay. Uh, you can you make out that there are some of those little spike holes um, that the bronze scouts uh, had had made. Uh, does is everybody familiar with what the bronze scouts look like? I had shown them last week. Um, I will see if I can pop up another one. Um, are they the cobras? They are not. They're the little bug things. Little like cockroach looking. They're medium uh, sized, so they're they're not, uh, they're not. They are unfortunately not uh, small, but, but yes. Um. <laughs> uh, let me see here. What would you like to do, Tauroth? Do you want to keep moving forward, or do you want to... Um, do you want to go back for the rest of the team? I'm just going to very carefully peek forward. Okay. So you, just... you want to proceed until you get like to the edge of, of whatever is is there? 
Yeah, just not to get into the clearing, but just kind of staying in, like staying hidden in the in the field, just okay. to kind of see what exactly it is. If it's like a like a wagon that was on fire or a campfire or something. Absolutely. So you continue to creep forward very quietly, very um, very cautiously, and just as you begin to um, sort of poke your head out. You see in the, it's not even a clearing, but but like in the wreckage, right? There is a rather large wagon. A, um, it is maybe twice as long as one of your traditional wagons. It is, it's, it's seemingly turned on its side. Um, it has six wheels, um, two very close together, four very close together in the back, sort of, sort of like trucker style if that makes any bit of sense and two more uh on on the front um you can see on their scorch marks and um yeah scorch marks and bits of the wood and the metal that is burnt um blackened sort of charred very quickly um, you can only see, you're sort of looking at the underneath side, and, um, you can't really make out much else, uh, without, without getting closer. Does it look like anybody's been there recently, or is there any still wood that's smoldering? It's not smoldering. Or at least that I can tell? It's not smoldering. It's, it's not, it wasn't on fire last night. Um, it's probably been... Without inspecting, that's as much as you know. Um, yeah. So, here we go. Uh, if I can do this properly, that one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Popping that up right there. So, for those of you guys that have never seen a bronze scout before, that is uh, what it is. It is a medium-sized creature and if you I hope you can see my mouse these little um, spiky bits let it climb and burrow uh, so like it'll burrow but it can travel vertically and thanks I hate it so yeah Zoraida and Thosin you guys had fought one uh, on last week's session and you know that they carry pretty dangerous electrical charge um, that bursts out uh, out of it. Was this the one, if I remember correctly, that I knew that non-magical weapons didn't affect it, or was that the other one? I actually think that's both of them. Okay. Yeah, I, I believe that's both the constructs. The other one that you guys ran into was an iron cobra. I can hunt down a picture. It's basically a big cobra. Uh, big, slightly metal cobra. Right. Um, so the bronze scouts are a little... They're, that's difficult to describe. I don't know how to... Are they legs? Are they wheels? Are they, is it, I don't know what it does. Yes, and all of it needs to die. <laughs> um, Tauroth, what would you like to do? You're right on the edge. You're still heavily obscured. Um, you haven't 
poked your head out or anything like that. You're seeing sort of through these leaves, um, the the scorch marks, you're seeing this thing overturned. Those fragrances, those smells are stronger. Um, you can, you assume that they're coming from the wagon, um, but that's a that's kind of where you're at. Yeah, the last overturned wagon uh, definitely set off some bad memories on that one mm-hmm. with them knolls. So I'm going to carefully sneak my way back. So still keeping in the corn, but going back to the road mm-hmm. and just following the road while I'm in the in the field. Okay. Pretty much back to everyone else. Okay, you're heading back to everyone else. I, I don't think you guys stopped the caravan, did you? You guys were just still moving or Sarai did you did you give the signal for the caravan to stop I stopped them okay okay sounds good Taroth you you make your way back is there anything important you guys want to be doing in the while he's checking the scene out the first time I am just going to prep a spell in case it looks like he's in trouble okay like if it looks like he is going to get attacked by something I would like to be out of the corner of my eye with like a long range spell prepped okay um I can let you know which one it is when I figure it out but yeah well yeah um probably a cantrip because uh, otherwise if you're concentrating on a spell like that and it, you either have to shoot it's it a, off or, or let well it is he within 120 feet because I can firebolt you're not sure you can't see him once he once he obscures himself in the in the okay. corn he's too sure. stealthy to for you to know um, and I know he's he is hard to see, but she's still going to try to keep her eyes out for yeah. anything that looks like something's moving. Because mm-hmm. I might see it better than anybody else. Yeah, yeah. Um, carefully and and following the waving of the of the corn in the wind, um, Tauroth does make his way back to the caravan. Retroactively, um, uh, I totally forgot about my blessing of the forge was on armor stage. Uh, if Talroth is wearing armor, I'm going to give the plus one bonus to his armor. Sounds good. Also, when I was making my way back to the to the caravan, mm-hmm. I would have gone a little past our wagon and hopped into the back of it to get my scimitar out of there. Okay. So, yeah, just kind of pop up behind. So, ride like, all right, so there's a broken wagon over Fuck! there. Do you not like wagons? Is this something I didn't you know? You are an ass. You are an ass. Okay, how come you're allowed to be mad at him? Because I'm not. I'm. I don't have time to discuss interpersonal relationships and communication with you right now. We'll do that when we get to our next big stop. How's that? We'll all have a nice sit down. I will also explain sarcasm to the group since apparently none of you fucking understand that. Huh. So what did you see? Wait, was that sarcasm? It sounded like it was sarcasm. She's just going to go walk behind Thosin and start hitting his back, which does absolutely nothing, because she's basically a kitten. I cast calm emotions on her. I'm just kidding. 
That's cheating. You save that for when you two are fighting, which is also cheating. Don't do that, kids. All right. So I see I might have come in at a wrong time. So I'm just going to go find treasure real fast and I'll fill you guys in in a minute. I'll back. Treasure was just chilling <laughs> in one of the the cards because honestly, while she worries for Talroth, she's also perfectly. She understands that he is perfectly capable of keeping himself hidden in there, and far more capable of keeping himself safe in there than she is. <laughs> hey, so you know that uh, Noel ambush that we ran across a while back? Yeah. Yeah, we got another uh, fucked up wagon. Uh, this one got some burn marks on it. Another Noel ambush, you think? Uh, I don't know. Might be a little too far out for them, but eh, I mean, this wagon's fucked up and it smells like piss. No, wait, not piss. Vinegar. I thought maybe that is piss. Either way, there's something wrong that smells over there. Think it's worth anything or should we keep moving on with it? Uh, I don't know. I mean... I think it may be just a quick little scout in. I mean, I didn't want to rush in by myself again, because, ow. That is fair. Granted, as soon as my glorious golden ass starts going through those glorious golden rains, like waves, we are going to alert everything that is in the area. Which is why I figured to give you the heads up now to get your ass ready in your armor so we can get over there, and then I'll try to sneak in a little further to maybe liberate any goods that might not be nailed down. If there's anything left, that is. That is fair. And she kind of jumps off the cart and stretches. Like, just basic cat type, almost stretch. Tanks her armor. I'm good. <laughs> Alright, so uh, we might want to pick up the kids because it looks like they're having a bit of an argument. I think it was. Treasure takes the reins because she was probably driving that second cart, drops it in Olarun's hand. Be good. Watch the cart. I'm going to go either beat the crap out of something or watch something hysterical. I'm not sure which is happening yet. <laughs> As she starts walking away, I'm just going to look at Olarun and bounce another coin off Treasure's ass. Treasure is the embodiment of... I'm going out to get ice cream or commit a felony. I'm not sure which yet. Like, she is just... <laughs> what are you guys so, up uh, Yeah, I'll make my way back over to the other car and let them know what I found. That doesn't sound like Knowles. It sounds like the things we were fighting last night. Yeah, you mentioned those. Did you... Um, did you kill all of them, or is there possible um, something, a, another part of a herd nearby that we've got to worry about? Because if they are attacking things, it might be best to hunt them down before they can hunt us down. Well, all the ones in the vicinity, whenever they were attacking, we took care of. But well, yes, that but is not to say that there could be There's not an them. offshoot somewhere else, you know. Correct. Listen, my face was buried in the last remainders of whatever pie Screebird made. These things travel in herds? Well, there was not just one. There was a handful. And not only that, but they are um, pretty much immune to anything that's non-magical. So if you have a weapon and you have it magical, it would be preferable. Oh, good. <laughs> adamantine uh, they, they were affected. But adamantine, oh, yes. Uh, adamantine will also uh, be, uh, they are susceptible to. 
That is good. Like exactly. I said, if they're out here, I'd rather we have the drop on them than them having the drop on us. So you can either keep going or try to hunt down this pack that's obviously attacking caravans. Damn, did, did, did no one went invisible around these things, right? I'm sorry, what? No one last week's session, I'm trying to remember, I've played too many games, um, uh, went invisible around them that they, they no. probably have blindsight? No? Okay. None of us Yeah. Not that I remember, no. What I would say is that um, you do remember that the Bronze Scouts had a electric attack that worked through the floor. That hurt like hell. Yes, that. Uh, it, it was not um, a pleasant experience. And the cobras have poison, or just a bite attack? Uh, a poisonous bite. You didn't. The cobras were actually far less effective. It was when the bronze scouts oh, no. did a ton of electricity. The, the poison was what had um, Sirak restrained. Yeah. Cool. So that. Sorry, I'm trying to remember if I uh, prepare something to help everybody, but I did not. That's fair, because if we're just going to run into a problem um, that's going to down us all that we could avoid, it would be safer to avoid it. But if we're if we're able to, to deal with it, then yeah. And I can't remember any elemental thing that they were susceptible to. We didn't really have any element, though. Like... Yeah. No, Hello, you... I'm here now. Let's go. Yeah, yeah I, I would suggest not doing electric because they did electric. It's the one I don't have. You're not wrong, uh, but I'm pretty sure necrotic isn't going to do anything to them because they're not really their constructs. Hey, uh, how did they stand up to fire? We didn't really fire, did we? Well, if it's if you mentioned that it looked like the cart had sort of been burned, one of two things happened. Either they can create fire, or someone tried to burn them away. So it yep. may not... Have, if there's no one left alive in the caravan, that leads us to two things. One, either they abandoned it and ran, uh, which if you didn't see any corpses, may have happened. Um, or they all just got burned and eaten alive by these things, and it didn't really help. Yeah, because there was no fire involved last time we interacted with them. So maybe uh, we just keep going and keep an extra sharp eye out for these things and nap in the trees at night. I kind of like the idea of cutting them off at the pass. At the very least, telling Wyatt about it. Stopping for just a little bit so that we can take care of this mess. Because the last thing we need is another situation with the wyverns in the ravine. All right. Uh, yeah. Any thoughts? I'm good with it if you all are. Like I said, I just I, I don't want to get us in any more trouble than we have to be, but I also don't want to be caught unawares later. Or let these poor farmers keep getting attacked. That's kind of what we do, right? We're meant to be heroes. Probably killing these things before they take out more innocents is really important. Test control. Yeah, pest control! Fair 
Fantasy Pest Squad. Let's go. You got a bug problem, ma'am? Uh, That's all Dragon Slayers are. That's all Dragon Slaying Knights really were. St. George was just the first pest control guy. Just saying. If we didn't already have a name for this group, pest control is not a bad idea. But thank God we're already the archivists. <laughs> I mean, our, one of our first missions was killing those wasps, so maybe that would have been more effective. AKA pest control. I'm going to message uh, Wyatt and tell him what's going on. Okay. So you guys are going to check out the caravan, is that or the um, the cart? Is that what I'm understanding? Yes. Okay. Sounds good. Yep. What guys... I was going to suggest... Look, how about everyone uh, keep a hair back? I'll try to sneak up again. Because if this turns out to be nothing, then no sense in all of us just kind of spending time out there. So I'll just take a quick look-see. If shit goes wrong, I'll yell out something like, uh, I don't know, a Yahtzee or some bullshit. I'll just make up a word. No, we can't use that one. That's... That sounds trademarked. Yeah, trademarked-ish. What about Z-Yacht? How about I go, fuck, 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 treasure, kill it. That's all what of about? our war cries all the time, I feel like. <laughs> All right, so put it back up, and as long as I know where everybody is and they're ready, I'll start sneaking my way back in. Okay. Make another stealth check. Ooh, that's a 23. Okay. Yeah, not, not, as, not as quiet as before, but you um, usually lead the way back in. Um, how much room... Uh, distance are you guys giving Tauroth? No more than 30 feet. 30 feet? Okay. Uh, The rest of you that are traveling in, are you coming in in a line? Are you kind of fanning out? What is your approach? I'd like to fan. Yeah. Okay. Let's not clump. That's a good way to all get eaten at once. Well, especially with the electricity thing. Exactly. So Tauroth is uh, in the center. Um, who's going left? Who's going right? Left. Left. Not left, right. Okay. So, got it. I'll be closest to Tauroth, though, because I want to be able to run in and bash this thing okay. if he gets in trouble. Okay, sounds good. Tauroth, you 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 make your way in. You can hear the guys behind you. Uh, everybody else, would you guys like to make stealth checks, or are you just traveling? Yes, please. Yes, please. I can certainly try. Sure, go for it. Make the effort. Same. Natural 20! I am the grass! <laughs> for once, Fable and her tiny, tiny... Tiny ice and fire body is like whoosh, gone. Like, <laughs> right. Fifteen. Uh, those in. Well, first I rolled a natural seventeen, and then I rolled a natural two, so that'll be four. <laughs> okay. And treasure. Uh, six. Six. Okay. Um, 
so yeah, you you guys are mostly quiet. Some of you are making more noise than others. Um, Tauroth, you you lead them in. Uh, you make it to the edge of that um, crash site again. What would you like to do? Uh, I'm gonna carefully look around, see if I can get to that the other side of the cart without making too much noise. Maybe see if there's any kind of movement or what will be on the other side. Okay, since yeah. I didn't get a look the first time, I'll give you a perception check. We'll use your passive as a floor for this. Um, so go ahead and give me that. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. Nicely done. You look very carefully. You don't see any movement. You don't see anything that is um, that is raising your your alarms. Um, as you make your way around, sort of circling to um, treasure side, so to the right, um, you keep your eye on the clearing. You can you do see a few extra things that you hadn't seen previously. Um, it looks like a fair few liquids um, have sort of puddled underneath one of the, the crash side of the cart. Um, you smell that vinegar again. You smell that, that earthy oil smell. Um, there are some other fainter scents that uh, just don't carry on the wind quite as far that are being overpowered. It's a little nauseating just because it's a bad mix. Um, but nothing that is intentionally, um, it might be poisonous in other conditions. It's not dangerous, just smelling it, to be clear. Uh, the vinegar smell seems to be coming from the wheels of the cart. Um, and you can see this cart, as you make your way around, has, um, you can't see it on the one that's on its side, remember. There are back doors to the cart. You sort of see the back of that. The doors have been uh, busted open. One of them's been ripped off of off of the hinges. Um, there are signs of combat around here. There are sort of felled uh, plant life. There's some things that clearly have been hit with like some necrotic magic. Um, but on the on the side of the cart that's facing up, you can see that it has sort of a um, like a kiosk fold down flap. Um, it's it's currently closed, but you can see like where the hinges and the locks and and that sort of stuff is. Um, you you look around the ground. I'll give you kind of a survival check with it also as you're picking up information just as you go. Um, there is the odd thing here is that there are no signs of. Um, of any pack animals. There's no sign of a horse or something to have drawn the cart. Um, the cart seems to operate without such a beast. Um, oh, it's a 16 on the survival. Okay. Uh, but when you say there's nothing, like no pack animals, is there at least even like a hitch to hook up a horse or anything? Nope. Or even to connect it to another cart? Nope. Doesn't look like it. Uh, you, you haven't made it to the front of the cart yet. You can look at that when you when you get around there. Um, with your 16 survival, I will say you 
you can see the footprints of what looks like a humanoid. Um, medium creature, not, not very big. Um, probably 5'8", uh, going by like shoe size. Um, light shoes, you can tell that. Um, maybe light shoes, lightly, fairly lightly armored, um, not super heavy. Um, and then there, there, one thing you do note is that there is a, um, you can sort of, you see that there is a conflict with those bronze scouts with, with maybe some of those iron cobras. And then you can see where the body gets dragged, um, dragged away from the road. And as you're sort of following that drag trail, you you come over to the front of the of the wagon. Um, the front of the wagon doesn't have a hitch, but it does have sort of this um, like a two seat sort of um, driving chair with a series of um, of levers uh, on on one one central side. Um, it's kind of more like a chair, um, in like right in the center that people could stand on either side. It's not seat and seat. It's like seat with like little room, little room, right. And handbags and stuff like that. And it looks like part, part of that folds down. Um, so what would you like to do? While All right. Oh, sorry, Vaughn. Uh, while he's doing that, can I actually look to see, at least from where I'm at, if anything entered or left through the grass that we're in, besides anything that's tower off, like dead vegetation and stuff like that? Yeah, make you can make a. I'll take perception or survival. survival but i only rolled a nine okay um as you so as you are going through here what i will say is that you do start to see that it looks like this drove off the road or was chased off the road um and it it wasn't recently it had to have been at least a few days ago because a lot of the plants that got like um flattened or would have been run over have sort of popped back up since. That's that's the biggest note, right? Now that you look at them, you can see where on them they got like flattened or bounced, right? But it's been long enough that um, that it's kind of righted itself. Uh, you, you also get the feeling there's something magical or enhancing about this this vegetation that it popped back in a relatively short amount of time. Can I get up on the cart? Yeah. Okay. So, so, so Ride is the first person to sort of break from the the um, underbrush of the plants and and into it's not very large, but let's call it a clearing, uh, just just for clarity's sake. Um, you're coming in on the underneath side, and um, you do you you climb up on on the side of the cart you can see that there the wheels looks like the wheels are what are the most damaged 
portions of this uh, of this cart. Um, a lot of the wood sort of been broken and cracked. You can see where there are nicks and and like ridges and bite marks and um, parts where they've just sort of splintered and, and be, been chewed on. So you're you're careful. You brush your dress off to the side and you you kind of climb up on there. Um, there is a the cart is painted a vibrant um, sort of slightly bluish purple um, with gold trim um, along along the top and along along the sides, and it is um, Doctor T Burns uh, elixirs and remedies uh, for all uh, for. All your known ailments and those you and even those you don't. Right, so before Sarai had gotten there, could I have had a chance to go inside the car through that back door you were talking about? You had circled around to the front, so I'll say you, you start to make your way back to the to the rear of the cart, and that's when she'll she sort of climbs up on on the side. Uh, so so she'll break the plane first. You right behind her, heading heading for that rear. Um, that rear entrance. Um, Talroth, as you start to go in there, one of the, so the one door, uh, one door, the door that would be on the ground is completely like off, got torn off. The other door, only like the bottom hinge is holding it on. So it's got this, it's kind of blocking your, your path. You kind of have to move it out of the way. Uh, you can do so if you'd like to do so stealthily, let me know. Um, it's not hard, but it's just annoying. Yeah, I'm trying to not disturb things as much as I can. Okay. Um, so so you, we can say if... Well, here's your choice. You can move the door, like get somebody to hold it for you or take it off the hinge and then enter safely. Or you can crawl under like the little area that the door doesn't cover. But there's a lot of liquids that are sort of pooled and, and that dirt underneath the wagon is still damp um, with like whatever was in this cart all of those sort of um, elixirs and, and liquids and things like that so you would have to like belly crawl to get under there if you're cool with getting all of that on your dress not knowing what it is you are your clothing you are welcome to and you said it mostly smelled like vinegar and stuff now that you're closer, the stuff that's on the ground does not smell like vinegar. The, the wheels, for some odd reason, the wheels smell like vinegar. I'm going to make my way over to Thosin and Treasure. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, so, Thosin, you might like the front. Treasure, the back smells like shit. Okay. Now, yeah. Either way, uh, there's something interesting about this car, but we kind of might need to turn it right side back up to figure out what's going on, or at least to get inside without getting uh, too dirty. There's some shit that fell on the ground that even I'm a little questioning about the quality of them, essentially oils. Well, if um, just... By the way, um, uh, if, if 
just my two cents. If there's unstable things in there and we try to move it too much, is there not a chance of stuff just exploding? Because herbalists and people like that, even if he's not making real things, may have fire, may have unstable elements in there, may have unstable liquids. I'll get fucking dirty. It's fine. I'm small. I can just get in. But I don't think we should flip it back up until we know it's inside. Because explosions. Is there a way inside? I'm sure I can find a way to worm under and 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 into things. If, I am a small. If you want to crawl through the elixir-laden mud, you That's can, fine. or you guys can remove the door, the rear door. Good either way, but I don't think flipping it is necessarily a good idea. I, can... I mean, if there was already something kind of explosive inside when it fell over, it might have gone off then, so... Maybe, but just trying to minimize the the potential issues. Okay. Um, the other question that I have, especially Fable, because even though you are small, you are also very um, hot, so to speak. When I... I don't always have to be. I'm not made of hot. I'm made of cold. So if I'm just focusing real hard on being cold, I probably won't set anything off. Just don't Fuck with me. I, I'm just concerned about you catching fire. Everything else can catch fire. I really give no Yeah, shits. but I can catch fire and then just be fire for a few minutes and it's fine. Well, uh, what if I take like Tinker's tools and remove... If we just uh, take off the door, that's engines. fine. You can do that. Make, a, I... make a blacksmithing or carpentry check. Uh, Saride, what would you like to do? I would like to... Okay, so she's on the cart because mm-hmm. the last time we got electric, she was still on the cart and that grounded her so she didn't get the damage. Mm-hmm. Um, so while she's up there, she's keeping an eye out all around for any disturbances. I realize it'll be harder to feel anything underneath because she is on top of the cart, but if she can see stalks or birds flying or something that looks like it's coming... Yeah, make me a perception check. Is the carpentry or blacksmithing proficiency only, or is it something else? Uh, I'll let you pick. What 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 stat do you want to add to it? I don't know. <laughs> um, I mean, I th- I figure to be honest and to be fair. It would be intelligence because it's something I would learn, even though I'm not the smartest crayon in the box. Okay. But I, mean, I would say you're it would be proficient with carpentry tools, right? Correct. Okay, so definitely add your proficiency. Um, yeah, I'll, I will take intelligence or wisdom. Um, I don't think strength is going to help you. Basically, you're you're use, or I mean, if you want to rip it off by using strength, you can do that. You want to try to finagle it off by like working on the hinge that's dexterity if you're purely using intelligence to to know like where to to thump it to get it off the hinge that's fine or wisdom to perceive where it's weakest like i am I'm, I'm flexible on this there there's unscrewing a hinge is pretty simple so well if i take wisdom it'll be a 24 that's fine yeah i'm uh, honestly, I probably should have just asked if you were proficient and, and said you did it. Like that's gotcha. That's um, I'm trying to unlearn the instinct of 
roll the die where it's it where, which is fun but there's also a moment where it's like you're just taking a hinge off like you're proficient in carpentry tools you know you know how to do this the difference between a natural 20 and a natural one in that instance is you strip the screw and it's annoying and or a natural 20 is it you don't strip the screw and you can reuse it later like there's no there's no fail state for because for it's that because it's skill checks and not like yeah so a natural 20 you don't lose the screw right exactly yeah um so yes you, a natural one you eat it by accident that's it yeah you 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 uh you put it in your mouth and swallow it and it's uncomfortable it, it hurts going down um so yeah you <laughs> Who knows? You do. You remove the door. You, you're perfectly capable of doing that. Um, the door, it's this wood, I will go ahead and let you know because you made a, a great check, Is um, seems to be treated in, in some sort of way. Um, instead of having like a smooth finish, instead of feeling like well sanded, well worked, uh, sort of the warmth of wood, it has sort of a... Um, a stone texture to it. Um, it's a little odd. It's kind of sandpapery in that way. Um, not all of it, but mostly around the trim, the edge of the trim on the door. But it's for sure wood. Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay. I'm just like intrigued and examined that while Fable goes uh, into the cart. It will go into the cart. I'd like to go into the cart carefully. Yep. Carefully, you make your way into the cart. Um, in the cart, there is a... Um, you see there is uh, like one of those tour bus bunk beds that's kind of built into the wall. Um, has a underneath sort of a series of drawers and chests. Um, Footlocker sort of chests where, where you suppose somebody keeps most of their clothes, their living arrangements, things like that. On Just on the other side, it's a very tight cart. Like you figure one person in the back, maybe two could stand side by side, um, but you'd have trouble like squeezing past each other. Uh, the other part of that is you you can see there is an alchemical station on, on the left-hand side. So the right-hand side, side that's on the ground, is where the bed and the bunk and all of that stuff is. Left-hand side is now chemical station. There is, um, there are some shelves that all have uh, alchemical reagents. Roll me a percentile. A 27. A 27, okay. Um, about three quarters of those things have fallen off of the shelves, um, and have sort of either broken or uncorked or, or splashed down on the other things. Most of it looks inert. A lot of it has dried. Um, some of the, the only things that are still sort of there, the oils have left residues and, and little puddles. The things that were, um, either more acidic or, uh, let me rephrase more reactive or or water-based to have sort of evaporated it's it's been long enough for that there are still some things some beakers some some little burners it's um if you were proficient in alchemy you could take this kit 
and um, paying sort of the difference, you could um, recuperate recuperate that. Can I give it to someone who is? Yeah, I mean, yeah, any anybody. It's it's a quarter Good, of I, an I, alchemist kit. Good. I will I will take that and give it to someone in the group that mm. can do those things. Do I see anything internally that makes it feel like if I can like get to the driver's seat or like the front? If this thing is moving without magic, is there somewhere they can see through to control it? Or did someone like or driving with magic instead of horses? Like, can I basically see if someone got run off the road because they were drunk or because something like we're guessing something attacked? But I want to just see. Jay, the wagon running without horses, what a blasphemous insane thing. It feels wrong, I agree. Um, it feels like a thing that won't ever work, and the future will be a worse place for trying, but... I know, don't see a future for this nonsense. thing. <laughs> nonsense. There is no evidence uh, that the, the wagon is operated from within here. Well, now I'm just curious and want to know... How this thing works. Okay, cool. Anything else of interest and note? May I investigate? May I explore? May I see? Yeah, make it make an invest, make an investigation check. That die was so nice to me earlier, and now it's just kind of meh. I will. Be Eighteen. Eighteen. Um. And yeah. then do we need to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Um, here's what we're going to do. Let's... Uh, Pick let's a hashtag. Hashtag burns. Hashtag B-U-R-N-S. Hashtag burns. Okay? And um, we are going to be back in about, uh, in about 10, 15 minutes. And we will announce our winner shortly after that. Uh, sounds good? Awesome. We will see you guys in just a few minutes, but until then, stay tuned. Everyone, uh, we are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, we have... Caitlin, playing Fable Frost, the Astronauty Phoenix Soul Sorcerer. And Megan, playing Sarai Landir, the Eldrin Glamour Bard. Howdy, y'all. I'm Mars. I'll be playing Talroth Oakenblade, the Wood Elf Scout. Hi guys, my name is Carlos. I am playing Thosin Fahrenheit, the half-orc tiefling forge cleric. And I'm Kez, and I'm going to be playing Treasure, the tiefling fighter. Awesome. Uh, so, do we have a winner? We do! Um, yes, uh, we are... Uh, it is Ramar83! Hey. Um, so, send us... Send us a uh, your address via private message, and we will ship this off to you. Hopefully, with our orders, with our shipping orders tomorrow. Um, if anyone also wants their stuff shipped out tomorrow, visit randomencounterproductions.com/loot, and we will get things mailed off to you asap. Yeah. So it's a good day for shipping things. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, so you guys are investigating uh, Dr. T. Burns. Magical cart, his cart of uh, of wondrous elixirs and solutions to problems. The ones you know you have and the ones you don't, I believe. Something along those. Um, let me see here. Fable had just done her investigation check. Uh, you dig into his... Um, 
into his footlockers, into his drawers, things like that. Uh, a wide variety of clothes. Some of them remind you very much of, of the circus of um, traveling uh, garb. Some The traveling garb clearly for comfort. Some more showy garbs, uh, large robes, wizard's robes. And um, it does look like he has some artificer-like leathers, like a light leather armor, um, welding sleeves and thing, things along those lines. Um, that is mostly what you find in there. Uh, and actually, you do come across... There's one more thing. Um, you do find some some coinage that uh, the good old Dr. Burns has um, tucked away in there. I'm going to get that for you in just a moment. Uh, what else are you guys up to? After Fable went inside, I would have gone back around to the front to check that front seat and those levers. See if I can make sense of that. Okay. Um, make me an Arcana check. That's an 11. An 11. Okay. Um, you're not sure how it works, but it does seem to give the... Um, Whoever's driving in it, um, control over the the cart. Um, it seems to require maybe not attunement, but something, some sort of connection to the wagon uh, for it to drive. Um, so it seems so. That's that's what you get. Yeah. Um, Fable, you do pick up. Uh, it's about 140 gold pieces. In um, in coins, uh, coins and gems, mostly coins. They're like one gem for fun. Why not? Can someone add that to the company to the team ledger? I know Matthew's not here, so usually he's the one who. I'm gonna put it in group chat. 140 gold mm -hmm. points worth. Yep. What else would you guys like to look into? I was checking up top. You were. Are you like opening the fold down flap? Or were you, no, know, you were I'm just watching? You were out. looking out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Did you make your perception check? Yeah, it was a 14. A 14. Okay. And your 18 is your uh, passive. So as you look out over yeah. the field, you can just see where. Um, where the drag marks in the direction they go you don't see any you keep your eyes peeled while everybody's looking around nothing looks like it's coming to ambush you guys or or anything along those lines cute you said that there was some welding what is it uh sleeves it's just le it's loose leather it's um oh. it's it's part of like a um uh, a forges tools. You would you would know what they are. They protect your arms from getting burned. Although you are resistant to fire, so less important to you. Um, it would have been helpful before. Yeah. Well, in reality, welding sleeves keep you from getting uh, welders from getting sunburned. 
were burned as things spark onto them. As MIG welders, Forge burned, if you will. Yeah. MIG welders, um, that bright, pretty blue light when you're welding uh, is strong enough to burn your retinas out, so never look at it. Um, it'll also sunburn you, like give you a tan. Yep. Um, what else are you guys up to? Treasure? I am, now that everybody's kind of in that clearing area, I'm still looking around for what caused this. I'm trying to figure out, we know it came off the road, mm -hmm. but did it get chased off the road by something that was on the road behind it? Did something come up from underneath it? That's what she's more curious about. Okay. Because, uh, you know, something this heavy, because she's gathering between all the bottles and the machinery and stuff that it would have to tap to move on its own, doesn't just tip over because it wanted to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Um, make me... Make me an investigation check. A five. Okay. Um... You know, treasure, you're you're not sure. It does look like most of the most of the fighting happened here. Um, you don't think it? You know, something had to happen on the road to drive it this way. Although the details are um, unclear. I'm gonna swap these dice out. They hate me tonight. <laughs> Come here, metal dice. <laughs> Come on, Norse Foundry, pull through. Basically. So at least right now, it seems that we might not be getting attacked, that we seem to be kind of in the clear, more or less. Seems to be, yeah. Well, I don't know about the rest of y'all, but I kind of want to see if this car still moves. Fable, do you want to come out of there? I mean, I guess it's kind of cozy. She's going to like slip her tail in like an escape rope. <laughs> I love that so much. I use it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so if you guys are going to try to write the cart, um, what are, what are your I would like to, because I don't have strength. Can I try to arcana check, examine the, how we control it section? So Probably. there's something it didn't look like it was attuned, I'd like to try to figure it out. Probably should wait until it's upright. That's fine. Okay. Um, those I, I'm assuming Thosen and Treasure are going to be making the... Let's have everybody make an athletics check. How's that? Team I member. am going to cast... I'm going to take a feather out of my pocket, mm -hmm. um, and I am going to cast Enhance Ability, uh, both Strength, on, uh, oh my god, treasure. <laughs> okay. It gives you um, the advantage on strength checks, and it doubles your uh, carrying capacity for the next hour. Nice. I'm not going to carry this damn thing, although I might now. What is your strength score? Just pick it up! Treasure? <laughs> uh, it was a 19. 
was a 19. So technically, if you add this... <laughs> it, still, it still is a 19. Um, but... That does... Uh, so strength is one of the few scores that has, like, measurable um, impacts. It impacts your carrying capacity. You Like, there is a tote lift and and um fetch uh drag uh drag lift and um carry things to it so i am i'm actually gonna look up for for curiosity's sake because if treasure can just manhandle everything uh why not She's gonna pull a strongest man and just like yoink it up with her teeth. It's gonna be great. Yeah, it's right. Like when those moms pick up the car trying to save their kids from underneath. Mm-hmm. Should I just pretend Should to be in trouble? Should I just pretend to be stranded? Oh no, a treasure! You go to upright it to get me out. No, no, no! Oh, you gotta tell them. You tell them there's a case of whiskey underneath that needs to be saved. That'll oh, that's do you. It. I don't know. I do it for whiskey too. <laughs> Sorry, Meg. Uh, ability scores, modifiers, ability checks. Let's go. Let's dig in to the minutia of D&D. That's what everybody comes for, not the characters, not the adventuring. It's clearly for the math. Uh huh. Where did you go? Okay, lifting, carrying, uh, pull, drag, or lift. Here we go. Uh, so your carrying capacity is your strength score multiplied by 15. That's the weight in pounds. Um, you can drag or lift a weight in pounds up to twice your carrying capacity or 30 times your strength score. Um, and with the bull strength, it is that's doubled. Is that what it, it said? Your carrying capacity. Your carrying capacity. It said carrying capacity is doubled, but I'm double checking. Okay. Your girl's a damn tank. Carry me and don't want to walk anymore. So you said 19, or sorry, a strength score times 15 for the carrying capacity? Yeah, that's, that's, that's average for everybody. So anybody that has a strength of even 10, you can carry 150 pounds. But that includes everything. Like your armor has a weight, all of your weapons. That's that's what everybody gets as as a base, right? Um, so bull strength, very good advantage on strength checks, and their carrying capacity is doubled. So lifting is... Okay, so her carrying capacity normally is 19 times 15 is 285 pounds that's what treasure can just sort of tote around right um with with full strength that is double to 570 pounds which means that her uh her lifting ability is double that so that's 1100 and 
40 pounds. I'm creating a monster. Right now. You are carrying all of us. <laughs> this is what treasure does now. We don't walk places. We get hefted by the tiefling beast. Fuck. Walking. Walking is for pores. We have a treasure. <laughs> we have a tiefling of burden. Sable makes some very good points here. Yes. Um, that is... The chat says treasure can bench press a Mini Cooper. Thank you for coming in clutch with that math. You are not wrong. Yeah. I need new art from treasure of her just like the, the party hanging off of her biceps. So... Like casually. Beefling. <laughs> so, uh, a quick Google search. Weight of a wagon. The typical prairie schooner schooner weighed 1,300 pounds. So you can almost lift it by yourself. Uh, I'm not going to make you guys make a check since she can lift most We're of just it by pretending. herself. We're just I'm like, a, a finger is on. It's that scene in Friends where they're bringing in the furniture and Rachel goes, this is really heavy. I mean, not for me because I'm not actually carrying it, but for them, <laughs> right. that's Fable. This is yeah. so heavy. I'm not actually doing anything. So uh, so that's what its weight when it's empty. The general goal is to keep the weight added with cargo no more than 2,000 pounds. So with with that and th- with the rest of you, even if the rest of you had strength scores of 10, which I think is accurate for a couple of you, <laughs> 150, 150, 300, you guys are up to 1,400. Fable, what's your strength score? Oh god, um, do I have one of those? Ah! You should. should. Zero! A ten! A ten. (laughs) Another 150 pounds, 450 pounds. Um, And what is yours, um, Thosin? Eighteen. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Eighteen. Another 300 pounds, I'm sure. Uh, So, yeah. Uh, Technically, I should make you guys make a check. You don't need to. You you use the spell slot on it. It takes a moment. You get in there. You guys are trying your best. You don't realize how much treasure is just... You know, she gets it up, and then you guys have to kind of hold it while she does the adjustment for the the full, like, overhead press. Um, You you do. You open it. You you flip it up. Um, Anything that was on the underneath side that was not broken before um, before you righted it, most of that falls out. Um, however, you do hear uh, there. there's another, the other panel, the one that Saride was standing on, a lot of that stuff seems, and as you look at the open one, there it's like a spice rack. Like, there's stuff to hold the glass in place, right? Um, so you think that it... it Things might be pretty safe on the side that Saride was standing on, on the side that got crushed. That took more of like a like an impact, uh, a thump to it. So um, if you guys wanted to open that up, you could. Um, Fable, if you would like to make your Arcana check on, on the cart, you can. But also I'd like to suggest right now that um, if we need any other strong things done, like things undented, armor just plied back together with bare hands, let's do it while she's beefed up and on magic steroids, because this is terrifying. Well, she has an hour. What can we do in an hour? Like, I can go scare the piss out of Olerun. Yeah! 
you won't scare him. That poor boy. Oh, God. That's valid. <laughs> he can only get so erect. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I would... the mention of erect, I lift my eyebrows. I would 21. Like 21. Okay. Um, so there is a, um, there is a, there's essentially a, a magical, like, tuning rod or key, uh, that you would need to attune to, to operate the, the wagon. Um, it also, you can tell that there's a piece missing, um, and you suspect it, it went with the body. Could we maybe create one if we were really, really tricky? Uh, like yeah. with, with time, like with if, time. If, if we needed to create and like have those and build something and we could try to like enchant it or have someone enchant it, it might be worth eventually having a vehicle like this to like protect the horses and maybe be able to ride for longer, especially if we're expeditioning. Mm-hmm. A vehicle like this would be like not a bad idea. Yeah. Um, you, it would follow the rules of magic item creation, but you could make cool. something. Um, Thosin, I will go ahead and let you know the wheels look pretty busted. They are um, they're they took a lot of damage. Um, they're going to roll slow. Uh, you could hook like horses up, strap them up to drag it, to pull it. Um, but you, I mean... you don't want to put a lot of weight in here until these wheels have been repaired. Because they um they took some damage. Just treasure so, can just. <laughs> I have um, mending. Would it? Would it fix the wheel? Like, or is mending like a? Oh, you have a crack on the glass. You're only fixing the crack. You. It would be fixing the crack. So mending can, is is good for like small repairs. These things have broken spokes. These things have um, massive splits completely through them um mending is uh, you would know as as an artisan um mending is a good magical fix for superficial damage um but when it comes to structural damage it doesn't um it doesn't do a full repair job the same way right it you somebody that was knowledgeable like you could use mending for for a lengthy period of time um, to enhance your your um, already your crafting abilities, um, so you don't have to replace all the spokes. You could mend a few of them, right? But there are some pieces that are just broken beyond beyond repair that need to be replaced or um, or modified. And are these made of metal, or are they made of wood? Like It is primarily wood, uh, but it is this odd, um, magically treated stone-enhanced wood. Um, make me an arcana check with advantage. That is an 18. An 18. So, uh, it seems to be that this wagon has um, 
elemental earth properties. And uh, and the way the wagon operates is actually the it um, as it's running the earth that it runs on uh, is what is pulling and turning the wheels. So the the element that's why all of the wood that's on here has sort of a rocky texture. Sort of like if you had a deck or something, you sprayed it with like that stone coating. Um, it's wood. It's got something on it. it kind of feels stonish. Uh, so, so that is what this is. This is an uh, ele earth elemental cart. Um, when attuned, it uses uh, some inherent earth elemental magic to um, propel itself along the ground. Knowing this, do we know if these are easy to come by or if they are inherent to that Earth elemental plane? Like, is this a thing that he would have had to travel to get? Was this a rare thing? Like, because if you abandon something this expensive on a whim, either you gotta be fucking scared or fucking dead. It is, it is rare. These are very rare. Um, you've heard rumors of them. I don't think any of you have seen them. They are not something that exists on other planes of existence, really. Um, not in the... They are a amalgamation of modern magic. Um, there are rumors... Um, not rumors. Make me history checks. Ten. I am just rolling so badly tonight. On history for treasure, a four. Oh no! Treasure, you're a historian. You're the one I rely on for, for rolling a natural 20 on history. How dare you? 23? Okay. 20, not natural. Uh, all right. So, Sarai and Thozen. Um, remind me, are you from the Republic? You're, you are. You're a, you're a smith of um, Branos, right? Yeah. Correct. Okay. Um, you would know from historical lore, so to speak, that there, uh, within the past 80, 80 to 100 years, um, elemental vessels have been going through a renaissance. And while much of their focus has been on um, elemental sailing ships that can travel faster and occasionally like elemental airships, um, that some research has been done into elemental wagons or trains. Um, carts, things like that. Uh, they do find less use because they are um, transportation along earthen paths is um, I think probably less profitable inherently but still uh, has a huge amount of value. Um, and the big thing is, is that usually when you're the research going into elemental vessels is to either transport um Large amounts of cargo. Uh, this is a wagon. It has a limit in its weight. Probably less of a limit than a horse-drawn carriage or wagon would. Um, but it's still relatively small. People would have been researching essentially trains um, by comparison. Um, so, but this is this is a rare, very rare piece of, of magical apparatus. It is a piece that is artistic for sure and if boutique made if the guy that that built that ran this built it 
Um, he's a very skilled uh, craftsman, whoever put it together. To ride, uh, I'm going to say you know about the same. I'll say you you know more of, of the, the famous um, magical ones that would, you would probably know the Ark Rider uh, by reputation. Yeah. Um, I just come... got emotional. I just got emotional hearing about the Ark Rider. If you mentioned the Phenomenal Vessel, I would have just cried. Uh, because Saride is from off-plane, I don't think she would necessarily know the, the P1 or the P2. But I, she definitely would have heard of the Ark Rider. What would you guys so, like to do? I, I want to examine the wheels to see if they come off. Um, just uh, Or if they are like one of those things that have to remain on. So like if it's something that I can fix, I want to be able to remove the wheel and take them with me. If it's not something I can fix, then obviously we'd have to figure out how to remove or move the entire cart if we wanted to keep it. To be clear, you can move the entire cart. It's it's not going to operate in its automated wagon magic fashion right now. It'll serve as a normal wagon. Um, the wheels do come off. You could put regular wheels on there, but you need to fix the magic wheels for it to drive itself. Um, Got it. Okay. Uh, but if we just leave the wheels and use it as a regular wagon to get to our next location, we'll still be able to... Got it. I thought... I misunderstood. I thought they were, like, shattered or they, unusable. They're they're pretty busted. Um, you're, you would want to empty this wagon. The... the it's and, and most of its stuff got busted up. But you would want to empty this thing of cargo... And you would want to replace these wheels. Because um, if you hit like a pothole, you may lose the wheel entirely. Still, um, after it was righted, I would have gone to the other side that mm -hmm. hasn't been checked and started just going through that and see what's in there. Make an investigation check for me. Twenty-five. Ooh. Okay. You actually find a couple of very interesting things. So you fold down. You fold down the thing. Um, there are. There is a bunch of um, toxins and tonics and uh, bug sprays and all of these different uh, concoctions. Um, I will say that some of them look legit. Uh, just you having experience and and been around magical. Um, venoms and concoctions and oils and, and all of those sorts of things. Some of them are, are very simplistic, right? Just your basic like alchemist fire. Occasionally there are some that are labeled as something fancy and you're like, I'm I'm pretty sure that's just olive oil. Or like I I get the feeling that's you know, that's just aloe that's been like stuffed in a bottle or something like that. So, so, Try Pirelli's Miracle Elixir. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I'm imagining he's trying to sell it as... In, so, in some ways, yeah, some of those cures are, are, are not anything at all. But um, you do find... So there are three rows. One, two, three. And then above them is, is like a banner, right? It has uh, 
Dr. T. Burns right magical elixirs. It's a wooden sign, essentially. Um, Tauroth, you find that that sign um, actually has some hidden uh, hidden lock and slides, and it hides a um, where he would keep all of his like rare uh, potions and concoctions. And you actually realize that there there was one on the other side, um, and that had been um, that is still there as well. Um, but while the board is up on the other side, the underneath of that shelf looks like it got like attacked, and the wood has been destroyed from that under shelf. Looks like whatever dragged him away worked very hard to get into that secret panel and to dig out things that were in there on that crushed that crushed side. And as you guys can see, once it's up, you can see there's actually one of those um, one of those holes. Uh, one of the bronze scout holes that Sarayd and Talroth had traveled down uh, this morning, very early in the morning. Um, give me a, a moment, and I will put together some some of the potions that you guys find in those um, in those tra- treasure hoards. In uh, the meantime. Uh... Check out our sponsors, Norse Foundry at NorseFoundry.com. You can use REPRPG to get 10% off of your order. No, 20. 20% off of your order. 15. It's a percent. I think it's 15%. It's 15. Split the difference of what I just said. I'm going to try it again. Check out NorseFoundry.com and use the promo code REPRPG for 15% off of your order. Get you some metal dice. They fancy uh, I want their gemstone dice so badly. <laughs> so, in um, in the area, he has. Uh, well, actually, you well, you yeah, you can read the labels. He would have. The fir- well, first one you find is labeled P O L. It's got like a little tag on it. Um, that one is in a crystalline vial with sort of gold trim around the edges. Very, uh, very kind of fancy looking. Um, you do recognize a, um, another potion. Uh, up on the top of it has sort of this, um, thin crust of, like, rock on it, like a little chunky, crusty rock piece. Um, There is also, uh, you've seen this one, a potion of climbing. That's, you recognize that um, as being up there. And how many is that? That's three. He does have um, on the wall, like on the top shelf, not the hidden shelf, the top shelf, there are two potions of regular healing 
they are sort of um, like baby chained in there um, so that the, the people can't just steal them away, uh, basically. There is a bottle that has sort of this swirling, smoking mass within it um, that is there. And that's on the hidden shelf. And the last thing in the hidden shelf. Get something good. Find something fun. Um, there is. There is a, it looks like a black liquid potion that has this white, um, like a raindrop in it, like a thick drop that is kind of glowing in a pure white light sort of, sort of color. Well, that sounds perfectly normal. Absolutely. Um, it's a ghost in a jar. It's a ghost in a jar. <laughs> Liquid ghost. <laughs> oh, Cody, yeah, that would have been so much easier to have done. Could have done a liquid that. ghost? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I'm definitely going to take pretty much every potion that is still intact and just put it into the bag. Okay. And just make sure those very peculiar ones are set in a separate pocket. Okay. Yeah, uh, two potions of healing. Uh, one POL. One, uh, one ESB. Uh, one... Uh... EOVW, Potion of Black and White, and Potion of Climbing, and was there one more? There was P.O.L., the Krusty Rock piece, the Potion oh, Krusty of Climbing. Rock Krusty Rock Potion. Rock Potion. That's good enough. And the bottle of swirling smoking masses ESB? Yep. Yeah, Screevers can identify that stuff for you, or if any of you guys have identify, you can. Well, I know Screevers likes eating, eating and drinking strange things, so I was going to bring him a few surprises. He does. That is his. Feed him the liquid ghost! That is his jam. Yeah, I'll like if the bottle's already broken, then I'll just toss it out of there. But if the if any bottles and stuff are still intact, then I'll just put them in the bag. Okay. Just just taking as much weight off the card as I can. Absolutely. So I will say with the rest of the the alchemical items that are on there, let's go ahead and call it. Um, let's make it a full alchemist kit and an herbalist kit that you guys piece together with just all of all of Burns rando rando stuff. Hey, there you go. He's coming back. Um, 
Anything? What would you guys like to do? I'm just, I'm excited to talk to Screebers. If we're going to try to salvage this thing, uh, Fable will be taking the time where they're driving in it or whatever, like organizing and cleaning up broken glass and like trying to get it cozy. Mm -hmm. She's having some wagon traveling circus flashbacks and it makes her happy in here. She like wants to hang out and like hang stuff from the ceilings and make it a real traveling wagon because it's a monstrosity if he's not selling real stuff. Just so I could be the uh, the rain on the parade, as it were. Uh, we don't have horses to pull this cart. We have treasure. <laughs> no. And um, we don't have any way to get this thing to move. And honestly, we don't really need it. We have enough carts. But but it's so mechanically beautiful. Yes, yes, I know. And I know that it's weird and strange and you'd all like to spend some time with it. I do. It also might sell for quite a bit. Or if we're trying to explore and investigate things and this is a rarity, that might be worth making the effort for. Maybe we could take the wheels off of it and put it on a sledge. Just so you guys and know, I- you're about half a day from point three. Um, so we could drop it off. So if you got it there, you could either get horses or get the wheels repaired. It it's not okay. Yeah. Like I don't want it to just out of character. I don't want it to slow us down in the long term. I just yeah. I was figuring if we could get it somewhere. Um, I don't want it to be a burden. Like it's not worth taking if it's gonna just cause a ton of problems. But if we're able to like get it somewhere and get it cleaned up or fixed up or looked at or whatever, that might be worth it because it is so rare. And because I'm convinced that he's haunting it if he died in here. He didn't die in here. They Damn took him it. downstairs. Yeah, well, still. <laughs> well, okay, then. So are we going down there to deal with what happened here? Or I guess if it's not coming up, don't bother it, right? Well, how badly do we want to find him? We only wanted to find him because we thought he was the one who was doing all this. Just because he got attacked by this doesn't mean he's not. They could have turned. They could have gone and turned against him. Or if he has this kind of powerful magic again, it doesn't mean just because he got attacked by these doesn't mean he didn't have something to do with the mind control. But this was what two a few days ago. That they took him out. You think at least three. So they're not here. We could try to track them. But I think the smartest thing is to get this up on whatever it is we're going to drag it on and try to get to the next point. Uh, Thosin, if you can get that wheel to at least passable, I'm pretty sure I can hitch a belt and some rope to myself and get it out of here. I can surely try. Um, I'm gonna... Hmm, assessing the situation, I have carpenter tools, smith tools, and tinkering tools, and jeweler's tools. Let's make it shiny. Um, I'm going to see if I can at least make it passable. It's not going to be aesthetically pleasing, but something that could at least be 
hold for the next hour by treasure? Yeah. Um, it's going to be a combination smithing and carpentry. Uh, I'll give you advantage since you are proficient in both. Uh, you can pick your your you know wisdom, or if you have another stat you'd like to add to it, you're strong enough. It's a it's a combination sort of thing. So go ahead and make me a check. Natural twenty. Ooh. Well, it yes, it's you guys. You get it to roll extremely well. Um, it's not going to be able to use its earth elemental properties until those get fully repaired but as far as just being able to like pull it um it's it's light enough and um treasure even without once the bull's strength wears off she'll be able to keep it moving she's going to need some help and if any of the wheels hit like a pothole or or something like that to kind of lift it through but as far as just traveling she should be able to do it um she's going to need to make a constitution saving throw against exhaustion uh just because that's that's you know Four hours of strenuous pulling, um, but overall, it's, it's not bad. Uh, because my strength is up there as well. Like mm-hmm. I would, after the bull strength um, dies down, I would offer to to help alternate to help. Yeah, just to kind of ease. Oh. Or we can both. Uh, yeah. Why don't we do it, it this way? Why don't you both make uh, con saves against exhaustion? Uh, you both have advantage because you're you're pulling together. And a natural twenty, those wheels are greased and and spinning. They spinning. They spinning. I finally rolled well. Um, I got a nat nineteen for this. Nice. Plus my con save that puts it to a twenty-five. Absolutely. All the beefling strength. I got a fourteen. A fourteen. Okay, DC of thirteen. So you you make it through. You're tired, but you're not exhausted. You you don't start to to feel the full effects. But it is um it, it's more of a leg workout than you had planned on doing today. Meanwhile, Treasure's like every day is leg day. <laughs> exactly. So uh, to be clear, you guys had decided to to repair the card as best you could, and then take it on to point uh, three. Correct. Two, yeah, three, whatever, Western Point. Um, cool. So you guys have gathered up everything, get it back on the road. The caravan gets going. Um, it's it's a little past dinner time when you guys come rolling into the point. Um, <clears throat> some of the some of the people come out and, and keep an keep a lookout. And as you are approaching, you can tell one of the small differences in this point is that. In the fencing around their hamlet are these bright um, torch, um, like bonfires, pyres, sort of. But they're not near the town for visibility purposes. They're about 100 feet off, 100 feet out from from the edge of the hamlet. Um, Looks like they've been well prepared intended, but they look like they're designed to burn um, long and bright. Um, so, what? Go ahead. Oh, I was going to ask the group what or treasure since I'm pulling the same one in front with her. What do you think that's that's for? Huh. 
Not quite sure. Should we tread cautiously, or should we just... I mean, I, I don't see any danger so far. Let's still be a little careful. Can I... Um, you said this is a liquid? No, it's it, they're bonfires. I thought I heard someone say a different word and my brain translated it into, like, bog, like, you're good, I apologize. Then I won't try it. Are they possibly funeral pyres of some kind? They don't appear to be. As you guys come pulling into the into the town, um, an older... Uh, slightly older elven woman is gonna uh, come out and, and greet you and you can see that she comes with a few younger men um, most likely farmhands they seem to be um, especially the gentlemen are armed with mostly farming implements uh, one of them does have a bow uh, a nice short bow with about ten arrows and a quiver um, and she sort of waves you all you all down and um hello there um was informed you might be coming this way uh i'm i'm sydney how are you all doing and she's she's got this very cautious look on her face as she observes um the wildlanders and their massive adamantine wagons and their war beasts and then the the far more bookish nibbish um students and you all are coming in in the very back as sydney is is standing there sort of at the it's not really a gate but the fence um and she she looks out and she goes oh my i i'm so sorry is that is that dr burns's cart did you... Did something happen to him? Uh, you know him personally? Well, he had left here oh, four, four days ago, five days ago, maybe. Not, not so long. Uh, Did he leave in a hurry, or was he just on his way as... Do, do you mind if we go inside somewhere before we start chatting? In the meantime, we do need to have this cart looked at, because I do believe it is, but um, we can discuss all of that after we're out of the just open. Oh, um, sure. All right. Yes. Uh, come, come this way, please. And as you guys are making your way over to the, um, to her farmstead, to her farmhouse, right? Um, there's far less creature comforts sort of around this farmstead. Um, seems to have more animal bases of things. There is the the smell of um animal farms essentially but something undercuts all of it and you guys can sort of smell this hefty um scent of vinegar that is underlying uh everything uh for a bit she takes you into one of the farms that has no has no animals in it um, her and, and her lieutenant, the guy with the, the short bow, 
um, sort of follow you guys in there. The other farmhands come out and they're helping people get settled and, and talking with individuals. Uh, I'm so sorry, you were, yes. This is Megan. Um, hi, this is Megan. Can Because it's come up in the crash site and now here, mm-hmm. can I make a check to see what vinegar is used for? Uh, yeah, you can make, are you proficient in herbalism or alchemy or nature or what do you want to roll? Uh, I mean, I'm kind of, I jack of all trade nature. Okay. Yeah. Go with that. Shoot. It's a five. All right. Vinegar has a lot of uses. Um, cleaning uses some of it uses like bug repellents like there's there's a wide variety of uses for vinegar um the one thing i would say is that for it to be this prevalent of a smell in these different places it would it has to be something like a lot of or strong yeah okay um So, you all were going to tell me something about Dr. Burns. Can I make an insight check on her before I have this conversation? What are you attempting to insight? If she, if that vinegar smell is prevalent, and and even though we can't tell what things are for, um, if she, like, knew he got attacked, if she sent something after him, I don't know, I'm being paranoid but I'd rather be paranoid right now because things are weird. Okay, you can make an insight check. What, um, it... Like, is this one of those things where someone's like, oh no, they're missing, and they like really know where they went? Like, that's all I'm trying to check, but I didn't okay. roll well, so I know nothing. What'd you roll? <clears throat> Not good. Uh... A seven. A seven? Um, she's my best friend. Seems genuine. Yeah, she 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 seems Great. to really want you to tell her where Doctor Burns is. Well, I'm not quite sure, to be honest. Um, we did find this cart in sort of a rough and tumble sort of state. Um, well, there's no body in sight, so that's good news. Oh, she's no. trying to like get a positive spin on the fact that like they just found the empty wrecked fucking cart, like. <laughs> I'm. Uh, she'll she'll question you briefly, getting the basic details. Uh, how far away is it? it? In like what? In the cornfield? Which one? Blah blah. Like we'll we'll dispense with mostly that portion of the, of the questioning. You guys do your best to be accurate and forthright with her during that exchange. Okay. Yeah, just making sure. Didn't know if there was any information you felt was um, secret worthy. I tell you, oh well, yeah, keeping the potions. She yeah, didn't the fact that we can't <laughs> She didn't ask. I think maybe what took it, what took him, what attacked, we don't know. Okay. And I'm not gonna say, I don't think we should say what it was. Just we found the cart in a state of dishevelment, no idea, and he wasn't there. Okay. She seems to um, begin questioning you guys 
to check off her own series of of um, culprits necessarily. Make me um, during this. I'll try to be the one to talk. Okay. More and to explain all of this. Okay. Because I know I can be very persuasive. Okay. Um. I would like those of you not leading the conversation to make me uh, let's just do intelligence saving throws. The bad so that's not continues. Me. I got a four. Treasure's oh. just sitting there writing, rubbing her hooves and her calves. I am not doing well tonight. I so remember one. that sage that you told me to use on my computer? How about we sage your dice? Yeah. yeah. Seriously. <laughs> 21. Okay. Tell Roth. I don't roll this because I'm part of the conversation, correct? Uh, it's up to you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to stay talking. Okay. Same. 16. Okay, Talroth and Teride, you guys, uh, as you're paying attention to what she's asking, she asks about the size of the creature the Creature versus is how she phrases it, that attacked maybe creatures. Um, she asks if you saw little, like, um, um, deep cuts in the ground. And you check off one of the things she's asking about are bullets. Um, she, she is curious if... If it was a bullet that um, that attacked him and overturned the cart, and and dragged him away, um, she, the the scene that she describes is is one of those. The other one, um, Talroth, you don't recognize, but Saride, you do, um, and it it sort of pops into your it pops into your mind. Um, as at first as a um, like a children's story a uh, children's story of, of warning about wandering into dwarven um, holds and hides and how it was um, told as like a campfire horror story about why living underground was um, was dumb. Um, the thing that is that she describes is these little, not little. Um, they start out about halfling size, and they get to be um, almost the size of a. Um, but they are monstrosities, bug-like monstrosities of uh, chitlin armor and sharp teeth um, that devour things and will eat their own young um, as they as they attempt to grow out of being hatchlings. And you know that they live usually near um, very hot areas and underground. Um, you recognize them as being described as Kruthik. Um, the Kruthiks are these um, 
um, these more intelligent monstrous sort of insect um, pests that um, consume and spread at astonishing and ridiculous rates. And they are one of the dangers of, uh, of traveling. It's often described as imagine a hive of ants, some of which are the size of horses. And the ants are wearing armor. Um, so Florida. Um, I mean, more like... It's time. I'm blanketed up. This is that nonsense we were fighting in Star Chasers, and I fucking hate it. Kruthix? Kruthic. I will, yeah, let me see if I can I can dig you guys up a a couple of Kruthic pictures. I mean, I think you've painted us a really nice word picture, and um, I'm fine. I won't be sleeping, but I'm fine. Um, she's gonna she'll message Talroth while they're having these conversations that that's what she thinks it is and what the story is. All right, Kruthic incoming. There it is. <laughs> All right, I will take that away now, uh, since it drove. It's gone. You're okay. Bring it back. Bring it back. Everybody's okay. I'm sure Cody still heard it. I I didn't. You did good. He you messed were, on headphones. You you were very good. You did wonderful. Um, those are the two things she describes as as wondering if they had attacked Doctor Burns. Um, when she finishes her line of questioning, Sydney sort of I oh. I don't know what's happening around here. It's it's. If it's not one thing, then it's another. Uh, I. So you've been plagued by a lot of monsters. It sounds like because we've seen the bullets and we've seen some other stuff, but we've yet to find out how long have you been dealing with this pest problem. I mean, not that we are pest control. That's very important. That's not what we do. We are just trying to archive these incidents. I'm I mean, granting I, us. Aren't we now? Even though I'm going to look at Babel and kind of like. Listen, mm -hmm. just because I can freeze the bad ones and set fire to the other bad ones like a decent pest control. She's found her future employment. It's fuck the circus. She is just going to start. You know, we can use these potions to make magical raid, and that's our job now. If life gives you lemons, make apple juice. Um, Fuck you for that brain twist. She lets you know that she, it, it's all of these problems started to appear about the same time. Um, each of the different points. I can't remember what I said. I think it's like four weeks, six weeks, four or six weeks. Something like that. Okay, what pharaoh is holding people slaved? What? These are the plagues of Egypt. They're just, they're not frogs. They're bigger and horrible. <laughs> well, I think this would be the locusts portion of the, yeah. of the plagues. 
Yep. And you didn't find and you didn't find Dr. Benz at all. We did not um we just found a card. Such a shame. We have some do we are we are we are in charge of taking care of a lot of squishy students who are just research assistants. We didn't want to get them into trouble. However, if they're planning on going back and searching for him, we would be happy, I at least would be happy to lend my sword, so to speak, uh, to the cause. But we didn't want the students left out there in the danger. I I have to be honest, it, it would be tremendously helpful. I've He was... He was very kind and very helpful when he came through town. Not many of us trusted him, and and we had heard the general reports coming from the other points. Um, We knew that he had come through point one to to begin with, and they didn't really seem terribly impressed with him. These these little devil bug monsters um, had really been attacking our livestock and were becoming more of an infestation coming from the southern point uh, than anything. Uh, we were desperate, and we heard that they had had great success there. He had given them some sort of um, repellent pesticide, a bit of concoction for us to spread onto our, our fields and plants that would keep them away. And um, he came here offering the same solution we had attempted to to utilize it it was somewhat effective but it seemed as though the creatures were um growing bolder or at least more desperate yes uh this is more Tauroth thinking as he's listening to all this would i be able to make like a nature survival check to thinking about all the stuff that we found in the cart hearing about the insect repellents and all that, would those have had the opposite effect if they were done on the plants? Or would I need to have like skill with alchemy to really figure that one out? I'm not Because you mentioned that there was like a magical element to the plant life around there, right? Yes, there is ma- there is a magical element to the plant life. I apologize. Um Cody is not understanding the question. Tauroth, give it to me again, and let me see if I can sort out. What do you think is happening? And, and I can tell you if there's a check to confirm it. The insect repellents and stuff that we found, like that strange yeah. vinegar smell and all that, all those chemicals, mm-hmm. could, could those have been sold as insect repellents? But what they're really doing is attracting everything instead. That's where my train of thought is going. Ah, okay. It's the whole snake oil salesman where sure. he says, oh, this will make you grow hair, but it makes it go bald instead. Sure, sure, sure. I got you. Um, it is, you could make a check. You would need alchemy and or herbalism, and you would need to know what concoction was spread. So you would, you would need a sample of the concoction, and then you would either need to make an alchemy check on it or an herbalism check on it. Neither of which I'm trained in. So there you go. Uh, you might be able to talk to the students. There, there's a bound to be an alchemist or herbalist with them. Also, I Screevers, bet Screevers can do some herbalism. He's got like... a weird. He's got a weird set of skills. A very 
very unique set of skills. Um, Remind me to ask Reavers about uh, tinkering. Or did I already ask Reavers? I think I did already ask Reavers about tinkering tools. Reavers doesn't... Yeah, I think he knows a little bit about tinkering. He doesn't know enough to make you proficient. I feel like I remember having that conversation with him. Yeah. He knows jewelry. Right. He, oh, that's right. He, you he, asked him about jewelry. He, he was going to help you put teeth on everything. Because that was his yeah. jeweling specialty. Got it. Um, he had been in town for a few days. We've seen a dramatic drop in uh, bug population. And... It was very impressive risking his own life to assist ours. Although I suppose for him it's less of a true risk. I, I have to be honest, I don't entirely understand who or what he is. But you did say he helped. He did, yes, absolutely. It actually, it actually, like, there was a drop in the numbers after he got here. How soon did he get here after the monster attack started, by the way? A couple of weeks. Um, we'd been under... The southern point had really been the source of the Kruthic, um infestation, and it had spread out this way. Um, But he arrived in point, the eastern point, um, three weeks after. This is Cody operating off of a six-week timeline. No, that's okay. That's fine. I'm trying to figure out, like, if it was a, he let them stew and then he appeared to save them, or he arrived the next day and was like, I can save you from your monster problem. Like, that's it. Um, you're not The sure. exact numbers are not as important yeah. as just the... The range. Yeah. Um, no, yes, he, he he did. Um, you know, helped us. We're not we're not warriors here. Um so we were trying to find a more a smart solution, as it were. Not something that would bring us into direct conflict with the uh, if you've not seen them, they are terrifying. Behold. What? Please show us a picture. Like, what did it look like? Uh, So she actually takes you. uh, She has. um, She has sort of the dry chitinous shell of of a few of them um, that they had killed. Um, They are mostly small and medium creatures. None of them are horse-sized. Um, if you're looking for it, yeah. So you can tell they are monstrosities. Um, looks like some of the, the organs or like the juices or whatever might have been harvested. Um, but their armor is like blade sharp. It has that... You ever find a dead bug um, that had been dead so long that it's just sort of like just the crunchy outer shell. That's what it is. You just want me to keep yeeting myself away from the table today, don't you? It, it's no. What did but I do to you? You didn't do anything. You're you're wonderful. Okay, 
these lungs. It's not personal. Then keep going. It's not personal. No. How about we don't go looking for these until we level up to the next level where I can locate weak creatures? <laughs> it's going to take us a while. We're still stuck at six. Um, well, I can locate creatures at seven. As you get close to the shells, the smell of vinegar gets overwhelming. Oh, is it safe to say that the shells is where the smell is coming from? Yeah. Seems like the the blood of these creatures is very acidic, not enough to be um, dangerous, but enough for it to um, to linger. Uh, th- that is the smell of of their blood and entrails, um, and just how pervasive it is around things. It sudden you suddenly start to realize they've killed a lot of them here. And he he used his wagon to run over uh, a bunch of the smaller ones. Okay, I take it back. He's worth rescuing because that's brilliant. He he used his cart to drive to drive over baby Cruthix. Good, we're over gonna save him. You what? Over the bar, kids. Get some blood on the tires. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So one question that I would ask is. Um, is there a general direction by any chance where this smell is potent? Like, you know, where they can be congregating? Is that the word I'm looking for? Initially, we had seen most of the attacks coming from the south. We just assumed it was because the southern points had been infested with them first. And that's one of the reasons we keep the bonfires out away from the town. They're attracted to eat. Um, they prefer it. Um, we were hoping as the weather cooled that we would be able to um, dissuade them from getting near the livestock or people. So they're using them as bug lights. That's magnificent. That is also good to know, like, uh, maybe potentially we can put out some of them and just have one log, large central place or person who can I will just light myself on fire and wait for them to come for me. That doesn't sound like a crazy idea or anything, but sure. We had, um... Yeah, we've been using them to protect the town. They do occasionally dig up from underground. They they can burrow pretty well. Um, ah. Has anybody tried to burn them? Potentially, this is something that uh, if they are attracted to, it doesn't hurt them, maybe? We're just trying to think of uh, they, any vulnerabilities. They don't seem to have any resistance to most weapons. There's nothing terribly special about us or or the fires or anything like that. So that nothing did, I'm aware of. Did Mr. Burns stay in any inn or have a room while he was here? He stayed in his wagon, in his cart. But he would Damn eat it. with us. He would eat um, breakfast and dinner every 
every day and night. Um, I was, was honestly hoping he'd left behind notes of some kind on these beasts that mm. somewhere that we could maybe fish them out. Did he talk to anyone? Did he have to talk to an alchemist or a shop to buy anything specific to help him with his work? Anything we could recreate to help defeat these things in his absence while we go looking for stuff? I... I'm, I'm not sure. We don't have... It's a smart idea. It is a very, it's a very smart <laughs> no, idea. No, I'm good. <laughs> she, she's not an alchemist or, or an herbalist. That's fine. She, she wouldn't know. And, uh, I'm so sorry that I'm asking so many questions. Uh, Please, anything I can do to help. Does it seem like these things have been attracted to the light of the fire or the heat itself? I am unsure. They, um, I think they enjoy the heat. I'm, I'm not, I don't know that it's necessarily the light. Um, it, it also helps us spot them, to be honest, um, keeping them burning in a way. They might stop to investigate it. Uh, hopefully that's usually it. The small ones, um, tend to go for our smaller livestock and we try to pack them in and keep the sheep and the goats and, and things like that. We have lost the occasional cow. They're very voracious eaters. Um, so anything we can do to warn ourselves or give us a, a slowing of their approach has been great. But they've um, they've avoided the city's hamlet. They've avoided the town's fences since we treated them and the buildings with um, the concoction. Um, didn't have enough to go over the entirety of all buildings, but, but the entrances. Um, we have to keep vigil in case any of them dig up from underneath. But I think that's what the fires are supposed to do, is it draw their attention. Thank you. Uh, does anyone else have a question? So should we potentially make our way south? Uh, well, maybe this is a this conversation we should discuss. I do think I do think we're gonna have to go try and find and rescue him. Uh, you're not wrong. At this point, we're gonna keep on chasing him around in circles, and whereas he may be the cause of the problem, he may also actually have been the real solution, and we won't know. I mean, even if he is the cause of the problem, he is also the solution then. It's like making sure we shut down whatever fuckery he's got going on. But I'd like to do it after we restock and like have a long rest. Don't want to do it right this second. Talroth, what do you think? You look like real. you're getting real pensive over there. Uh, probably better to chat about it over dinner or drinks or something. Uh, still trying to sort a couple things out. Something... Uh, no offense to you, ma'am. Uh, something just doesn't smell right, both literally and with the situation. I don't want to give you any false hopes that we know what's going on, but I just need a few minutes to think. If there's anything I can do to be of use, please let me know. Otherwise, um, we don't have much in the way of inns. We do have some barns that are unoccupied. If I don't know that they're necessarily 
better lodgings than what you have on your wagons, but um, you're welcome to them. Um, we're past dinner at this point, but we will have breakfast early in the morning. Um, let me know if you need anything. And with that, she will... Uh, Before you go, um, uh, can I have uh, the carapace of the thing? If you have multiple? Yeah, please. I, like, if you can have all of them, I'm just... didn't know what to do with it, really. How many are there? Um, there are, let's say, three, um, three young and one, uh, adult. I'll just take the three young. Okay. Yeah, those are about halfling-sized. Oh, shit, those things are still big. Never mind, I'm gonna take one young, I ain't carrying all that. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yep, a young Kruthling is the same size as a halfling. Um, you guys, uh, what would you like to do? You're you're by yourselves. You can talk to anybody that's in the camp. You can talk to Reavers or Wyatt or any of those people. You can. Um, we do still have a few minutes before we call it a night, so... I'd like to help you guys through whatever investigating or discussing you would like to do. Um, or if you guys don't have anything, that's okay, too. I'm sorry, what was the name of this thing again? The monster? The the carapace that I got, a young... Kruthik. K-R-U-T-H-I-K. Yeah, I would have definitely gone to Screamers to ask about some of the stuff that we found, see what's legit, what's snake oil. Okay. Um, a lot of the things that are up there are components to things. Even the things that are snake oil seem to be components for other alchemy or herbalist concoctions. Um, but he'll, he'll like read one of the, like, uh, what is it? Is it? Improves dry skin. That's not what this does. This is this is cooking oil. Important. Tastes great. And good base for like shop oil or soy oil or stubby 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 oil or popcorn. But I don't know. Not good on skin. And he'll, so like even the things that are that are um, mislabeled or are snake oil do still seem to be components to to other things. Um, when you get to the the two healing potions or regular healing potions, those are really easy enough. When you get to the specialty bottles that he has up there, um, Screebers will will dig around. Which one would you like him to start with? Oh, going down the list, uh, P-O-L. Ah! What is this? Let me see. And he grabs it. And um, he looks at it, odd for a moment. Hmm! Hmm! And gives it a good shake. 
And then when he stops, he goes, this one is Ooh. and he'll take the cap just a little bit and he, he kind of rims it with his with his scale he smells it mm. what is it? Huh? Mm. Mm. Ooh. this is very rare and he'll he'll give it to you hold on I've never seen it like that Screamers has to draw a picture. Ah! And he goes digging into his into his cart, and he brings out a book. Um, terrible book, not bound, just random pages, but it's got, like, two pieces of leather that he, like, sandwiches in to make it his own book, full of drawings and things. And he, he goes leafing through it, and every time, like, a page flies up, he'll grab it and put it back in. He's like, ah! And he shows it to you guys. And on the top of the page, it is listed as a potion of longevity. Um, but a potion of longevity is in his drawing has a very big um, like bubble bottom of the of the bottle and like a thin neck. This one is just a small crystalline like beaker vial. It's actually very it looks very different. Um and in the bottle that he's drawn, there's a beating heart and like a scorpion tail and a spider. Like there's a whole bunch of weird junk that's in a potion of, of longevity. He goes, this is different. It's potion of longevity. Yes. Same power. Look. And he points at his uh, Fu Manchu beard and it has, instead of all being white, like you can see the part where after just tasting it a little bit, now it's slightly black. There's just a hint of a hint of darkness in there. Like what his beard used to be before he got old? Mm-hmm. It makes you slightly younger. This is dangerous. Version of longevity helps you live very long time, makes you young. But if you use it too much, it can make you very old. It's a very special potion. It's rare. I've never seen it without a heart in it. So then, my question is this. We said these mechanics were really old and Burns hadn't been around that long. And, or no, what's-his-name hadn't been around that long. Maybe Burns has, though. <laughs> Maybe someone's been around for a really long time. So, very different type of bow. potion. What else? All right, I'm going to carefully put that one back in the bag and hand him the ESB. Okay. Let me see. Ah, and he goes and he um, he shakes it, he sniffs it, he spins it around, and he go and he he goes to like barely open it, but he puts it down real quick. And he goes, ah, exactly as I suspected. This is a ever smoking bottle. It's got smoke in it, and it just smokes. That's it. All the time. Forever. Good for stealth and distractions. It's like causing some smoke screen forever that never runs out. I mean, I guess. Um, what does I'll, it smell just, like? I'll just put that one aside for the moment and I'll actually pocket that one. Okay. I hand them uh, the POBW. Um, the details of the ever smoking bottle are actually whatever the stats are in the book. 
Um, I don't know that they last forever, but that's just what Screevers is going to. Then it's say. a misnomer. It's not called a sometimes smoking bottle. It's called an ever smoking bottle. Well, there you go. Um, what is the what is the next one? POBW, potion of black white, or the uh-huh. one with the black with the white drop. Mm-hmm. Just make us into Wizard of Oz. Make us into the opening of Wizard of Oz. He he looks at that and um, goes, "Oh, that one might take me a minute. Here, you give me that one. I am going to have to. I don't want to taste that. That looks weird. That one looks freaky." Give me a moment. All right, well, well, how about we make it a little easier first, and I'll swap it with the crusty rock potion. Oh, okay. Yeah, this this I could eat. This is okay. Okay. And he he, he gets it, and he shakes it, and he, he takes the cap off, and then he takes, um, it's got like a, a wider mouth, sort of like a little pour, and he's like, ah! And he gets a little a little stick like a wand, you think, maybe? Or maybe it's his spoon. You don't know. But he, like, cracks it like a creme brulee. You're like, <sighs> yeah! Okay. And you see it starting to reform over. And he goes, it's good. This is potion of stone skin. Just like the spell. Lasts you about an hour. Have skin like stone. Then uh, swords and balls, normal stuff, bounce right off. Well, sort of. But Scribbles doesn't need it. He's got dragon scales. And quite very impressive dragon scales they are, Scribbles. Ah, thank you. What else? I would die for Scribbles, I swear. Well, the only one left is this, uh, this uh, potion that you said you needed a minute on. Oh! Mmm! Screepers looks at it like he is he is not sure about this. Um, if you don't want to, I can always identify it. Screepers will do it. Just give give me a minute. I want to insight check Screepers. Okay. See if he see if he's actually scared of this or if he already knows what it is and he's trying to delay. Uh yeah, make an insight check. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay. He, um... You suspect that he has a he has a thought on what it might be, um, but he does not want to drink it. Uh, and that is usually his go-to for, um... for figuring out what, uh... <laughs> For figuring out what um, what things are, um, he's going to take it and um, now I'm scared. Don't let him get hurt. Chug it. He's gonna take it and go. Mm, give me ten minutes. Scrapers will do the thing. And he is going to sit 
Um, and he's going to ca ritual cast identify. Um, and his, his eyes sort of roll into the back of his head. Um, and he sort of snaps, snaps back. And his, his eyes sort of gecko bug out for a moment. Um, Treasure's going to lean over to Thosin. Is that normal? Should we help him? I mean, when I do it, it is not like that, but who knows? He has a different technique. Do you know that, though? Because you never see yourself from the outside when you're doing it. He doesn't do that. Good to know. Apparently, I don't do that. Um, nope. And does he do it other times, perhaps? <laughs> Fable just, does he do it other times? Because sometimes it's a good sign, if you know what I mean. I just shoot her a glance. Fable. What? If orcs could blush, I'd slightly blush. I am assuming that may that both Meg and Soraya are giving Caitlin her that's not ladylike, we don't talk like that circus freak look. Oh no, it's it's not that. It's that's not appropriate. We're in mixed company. Talk about my sex life again, and I will put your fires out. That too shit. <laughs> Okay. Screamers. That's okay. <clears throat> this is potion of inner divinity or diabolicalness. It's both what? of those things? Yep. Inner depending divinity or diabolicalness. D depending on what? On you. Is it is it random? Like, what happens if we give it to Olarun? I don't know. What is Olarun? Is he... Both! Well, it's really up to the user. It reads you as a person. And if you are better person, divinity. You are better person, diabolical. Or if you are like Screepers and Mighty Dragon, draconic. At least Screepers hope so. Screamers never wants to find out. So, <clears throat> you take the potion. Thank you for not taste testing it. Yeah. You take the potion. It connects you to your truer, plainer self. And then your truer, plainer self comes out. But if you are too weak, you never... You're, you're devil or angel or demon, or dragon, uh, never goes back in, and you are gone forever. Or, you are good, like you, this is, ooh, I transform, I save the day, and then I come back to being Screamers. Or, it's like, ah, I'm a dragon, and everybody's fucked. No, it's really a crapshoot. Like, you gotta be strong of will, and spirit and personality to be Never okay. Never to drink a potion more. But if you're not okay, right. like, you just, you're gone. The you is no longer you. No. It's really like a one-time thing. I've never wanted to drink a potion more. This feels like a one we're up against 
the nine hells kind of we do it as a last resort sort of situation. This is not a casual potion drink, I'm aware. This is a my party is all dead and I'm fighting a Tarrasque drink. Don't shake your head, there will come a time when we need to use it and you know it. It has me so intrigued because being half tiefling, yeah. being infernal, half half orc, being like Grumsh, who's an evil deity, and being a cleric, it's like... Yeah, that was why I was thinking about Ulrum because he has that warlock and that paladin going for him. And you too, like the two of you specifically could be a toss up, but someone like Saride, who is like always taking care of people and Treasure, who is just a muscle monster. We know Talroth would just rage seal. He would just become the shadow. But like, I feel like with Meg or, or Kez, it could go either way. I don't know how Stitch would behave. I don't know how I would behave. I don't know, like, fucking I want to do it. The diabolical's already on the outside. Yeah, but like... <laughs> <laughs> Treasure doesn't change. She's like, did, did it do anything? <laughs> She's just the bulk forever. She's just that version that you just did where you just... She's strong. That's it. Sorak just turns into Big Bird. Sorak just turns into Rock. Like, I he's just, just rock now. I just feel like... <laughs> Talroth would be the shadow. Like, he would just vanish into night and stealth. He would just become stealth. Okay. That's an intriguing one. So, there you have it. Oh, you want me to find insecticide? Uh, do you have insecticide? No. I mean, if, if you want to look for it, I mean, it never hurts, you know, to ask. This is the cart, right? Yeah, that cart's got a... We left a couple things in there. We tried to lighten the load as best we can, but... Well, at least as it currently stands, the previous owner is missing in action, presumably dead at this point. So that car might be up for grabs. Might be a bad investment for you. No, yeah, yeah. What happened? Why am I not... Hello? 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 Okay. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> Deeper Screamer's voice. Wow. <clears throat> wow, that potion of longevity might have taken you back a little bit, Screamer. You're all right. It took me way back to my youth. So, hold on. He'll go sniffing around. Um, Where the cart had tipped over, he smells some of the residue of the... Um, of the insecticide. Goes, ah! Yeah, I mean, it's insecticide. I could make some more, but, um, it's a little expensive. And, uh, yeah. This guy, this Burns guy, he's a weird dude. All of his potions uh, we smell like him. He doesn't smell normal. Not normal, how? Mm. Sort of like... Okay. You ever been on a new ship? Like it has a new ship smell? Yes. Right. Yep. But imagine 
It was a classic, like an old, old ship. Like a thousand-year-old ship, two thousand-year-old ship. But it smelled like new. It smells like new ship and mothballs, new and old. <clears throat> Same time. So. Well, we know the potion of longevity works. Mary. Okay. Well, I think we're safe to say we're dealing with somebody much more complicated and interesting than we ever thought we were. If he's a con man, he's not a normal con man. But tomorrow, we can go try and catch him and find out. Well, at least so uh, we do need to check with the rest of the caravan if they're willing to stick around for another few days. I'll talk to Wyatt. I was about to say, I think Wyatt might be interested in figuring out if there's something magical we can extract from this man. Okay. Yeah, but I'm also looking at it as the wildlings might not be a little keen on waiting any longer than they already have. So I think this is where we part ways with them for a little bit. They are going to move slower with those carts than we could just catch up with them on horseback if we have to stall a day to figure this out and catch up with them. We told him there's a possibility that we would be taking some side ventures, so it's not unheard of. Just a little bit uh, sooner than we planned, I think. I'll just and if they, Yep, I agree. And if they want to wait for us for a day, they can. And if they want to keep on going and push ahead for a day, they can. But I don't anticipate... We're already Yep. Five days behind schedule for Wyatt's taste. Yep. We can catch up, right? Treasure can carry us all and run. We can find them, yes. Okay. Okay. Well, guys... I think that's where we're going to call it a night tonight. Thank you guys for a great game. Um, not not what I was expecting, but I hope you had a good time. Uh, deep dive investigation into what happened to Mr. Burns. Um, every time I say it, I think of Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. <laughs> who, who shot Mr. Burns? Yeah, yeah, I do. I wish I didn't, but I do. Um, so, yeah. Well, I hope you guys had a great night. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, one more time, who's our winner for our giveaway? It was our friend Ramar! Yeah. Ramar83! Awesome. And then he ordered some stuff. Aww. So we're going to send him some orders along with his win That's tomorrow. Um, so the original TPK sticker and this great limited edition patch. And then the compass is coming his way. So we're bundling up a bunch of fun stuff for him. Um, so that'll be exciting. Fantastic. Fantastic. So, um, yeah, super excited. I believe we have Storm King's Thunder tomorrow night. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, we are still working on figuring out what our fall lineup is going to be for shows. So if you guys are on our Discord and you have any thoughts, please drop those in the chit chat. Let us know content pitches, uh, any of those We have channels. the whole content pitches channel for that. Yay. Content pitches channel. Okay. Um, thanks for hanging out, everybody. You guys are wonderful. Um, 
We love you. We appreciate you. We're going to see you tomorrow night. But until then, be cool.